The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. All right, it's game day. You only got one job to do. That's win. That means you stay focused for four quarters. Know your assignments and finish on every play. Don't be looking for shortcuts and don't even think about making excuses. Because if you want the W, you're going to have to earn it. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents Roger Bacon Spartans High School Football. This game is being brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet. Call Josh Wilking, Roger Bacon Class of 2012 at 812-532-2931. KelseyChev.com. Sunday's Pub on 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. The Substation 2 in Florence. Call for your next event at 859-371-9490. OneCom Media. Call for all your digital needs at 513-268-2799. The Mount St. Joseph University. And by the Lucky Turtle on 8621 Winton Road in Finneytown. Roger Bacon Spartans High School Football is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now let's go to the stadium for today's game. Well, it's Friday the 13th, but the Roger Bacon Spartans hope their luck's going to turn tonight as they try to break their five-game losing streak here this evening at Brom Basevich Stadium. Good evening, everyone. I'm Dave Mitchell along with Rob Rickenbaugh. And tonight we've got Spartans football for you as the Carroll Patriots come to town, 1-6 and six on the year. They are 0-4 in the GCL North, tied for last place. And the Roger Bacon Spartans are 0-4 also in the GCL Central, but they are 2-5 and five overall, and both of these teams are coming in off of losses last week. Rob, as you take a look at these two ball clubs, even though they are on losing streaks, Roger Bacon really showed some signs of life last week in their loss, and the offense seemed to really come around. Uh, interestingly enough, both of these teams have played almost identical schedules the past four weeks, uh, the same exact teams. Carroll's been held scoreless those four weeks. Roger Bacon, again, as we have discussed all year, a very young team, but they, they've had some moments and some highlights where they've shown a little bit of life. Some of that's as Bullock's gotten comfortable last week. It's when, you know, Corey Kiner, who's finally healthy after a sprained ankle, was able to kind of get comfortable and get physical. Uh, and interestingly enough, you know, when some of these teams have put in the guys who are age equal, you know, those, those kids who are really the sophomores and freshmen and some juniors that Roger Bacon's playing with, Bacon usually has the upper hand, so it'll be interesting to see tonight if, uh, having come through that gauntlet with some some nice moments, that they can't take it out on Carroll. Last week in Dayton, of course, we saw the 61-32 to loss to Chaminade Julien, but, like I said, the offense really showed some good strides in that football game, scoring 32 points against a good Julien team. They have, and it's the first time all season we've seen them really use some variety in their play calling. Uh, I think they'll continue to do that tonight. As Bullock gets more comfortable uh, and able to utilize some of those weapons on the outside, like Zach Coleman and Zuri Edmondson, I wouldn't be surprised to see them spread it out a little bit, which, of course, will open things up for Mr. Kiner. You know, that 32 points was the most they've put up in any game this year. Against a good team. And, again, you could say, well, some of those kids are the backups and some of those points came against them, but those are the kids that are really the equals uh, to this team. You know, I was just telling Todd Green, our legend, you know, what's happened this season is, you know, we've had taken some lumps on Friday night, but our JV takes it out the next morning on whoever they're <laughs> playing. Uh, you know, last week, no exception with them handily beating Chaminade. 
uh, here at Roger Bacon. So the future's bright as this team gets experience. Uh, they just need to kind of get some confidence and, and, again, start to mature. And then like a bad penny, you've got to flip it over and look at the other side of the ball. And when you look at the defense, Rob, it's still having its problems. They've given up 30 points or more in each of their last five games during this losing streak. And they've given up a total in the last five games alone of 220 points. That's 44 points a game. And I don't care how good your offense is. You're not going to win football games that way. The, the, the issue for Roger Bacon, besides the experience, has been really fundamentals. Some of it is tackling. Uh, I talked to several of the players and Coach Clements. They've worked on that meticulously all week, kind of getting away from those arm tackles. Again, this is a young team, so you know, trying to have them keep their head during the heat of a game and remember that to use good form is tricky. But again, some changes tonight. You know, we've seen them go to a, from a 3-4 early against McNick to a, a 5-2 against Alter. They're going to go a 4-4 tonight with three DBs. Put the best 11 guys on the field, especially since Logan Wolf is flying back from Italy tonight, uh, and see if we can't take advantage of a Carroll team that's really struggled to put points on the board. Yeah, Carroll's first game of the season was on August 25th, and that was a win, 27 to 12 over Stebbins. But they haven't won a game since then. In fact, they haven't come within 28 points of winning a football game so far this year. And as you said. They haven't scored any points in their last four football games, and in the last five, they've scored only seven. Now, we haven't had the opportunity to talk to anybody about them. We don't know what they try to do offensively, but I can tell you one thing. Whatever they're trying to do is not working. No, and I'm sure they've looked at some of the statistics and really the film you know, that you and I have witnessed the past couple weeks and are probably licking their chops a bit at a Roger Bacon defense that has been soft. Uh, the trick for them, however, tonight, I, I think, is to be able to actually have that offense on the field. We've seen Bacon have a lot of sustained drives the past couple weeks, even against good teams, mm-hmm. not always putting points on the board. I think tonight, if Roger Bacon can do that, uh, take advantage of Bullock and Kiner and Day and, and some of the weapons they have and really kind of march up and down the field, keep that offense on the field, that's the best thing you can do for this defense. And amazingly, Carroll has only scored 48 points all season long. I mean, that is just almost unheard of. They're a school that is more similar in size to Roger Bacon than the teams we've played the past couple weeks. At at some point in high school football, in grade school, in in any division, the number of boys you have to draw from really kind of dictates your success uh, when when you're taking student-athletes, right? If this were a team where you could draft, it'd be a little different. But uh, I I like our chances tonight. It's a a chance. The next three weeks, really, uh, to close the season out on a positive note, you know, I talked to Corey Kiner a little bit. You know, some of these guys are already kind of caught looking ahead at next year, uh, but they want to finish the season on a high note. Yeah, you're talking about the last three weeks of the high school football season. We're already on October the 13th, and the weather is still about 65 degrees out. It's starting to turn towards fall. You can feel the, the freshness in the air, Rob, but, I mean, it is a gorgeous night for football here tonight. And you've got two you've got two coaches that are going at each other that are just in their third and fourth years. Mike Blout, of course, is Roger Bacon, eight and nineteen, his career record in his third year. Ben Ruley in his fourth year, twelve wins against twenty-five defeats. We'll be back to take a look at what happened last week around the area in high school football, what's happening in the GCL, and we'll talk to some players that Rob caught up with before tonight's game. We'll do that all after this timeout. A dental sealant is a thin coating that's painted on teeth. It's a quick, easy, and painless way to help prevent cavities in children. Sealants prevent the most cavities when applied soon after permanent molars come in. That's about age 6 for first molars and age 12 for second molars. 
Sealants can protect against cavities for up to nine years. They can be applied in dental offices or using portable dental equipment in community settings like schools. Although the number of children in the U.S. with sealants has increased over time, low-income children are 20% less likely to have sealants and twice as likely to have untreated cavities than higher-income children. Untreated cavities can cause pain, infection, and problems eating, speaking, and learning. Applying sealants in schools for low-income children could save millions in dental treatment costs. To learn more, visit cdc.gov slash vital signs. Well, last year these two teams played on October the 14th, and it was a 43 to nothing win, Carroll beating Roger Bacon. The shutout was just the third of the season by the Spartans as they lost on the road. It was 36 nothing Patriots at the half, and they only scored one more time in the ball game. The Spartans, though, coming into this one, well, they've lost two straight to Carroll, last winning on October 10th, 2014 at Carroll, and that was by a final score of 36 to 21. Well, Corey Kiner, with the diversification of the offense last week, had a big game against Chaminade in that 31-point defeat, or I should say 29-point defeat, 61-32. to 32. And Rob caught up with Corey Kiner earlier tonight. I'm here with Corey Kiner, freshman running back, Roger Bacon. Corey, you guys have been through a tough stretch of the GCL schedule. Things look a little bit better now with Carroll coming. Uh, tell me about what we can expect from your game tonight. We can expect a lot of energy, a lot of – we expect the – get back into the winning spirit because, you know, we took a couple of losses, but it's all part of the game. You know, we've been practicing hard all week. We had a really good week of practice and just looking to have some fun today. Uh, how's the ankle doing? I know you heard it a couple of weeks ago. It looked like last week it was the first time maybe you were really at 100%. Is that accurate? Yes, sir. I feel great. I feel good. I had a good week of practice, but I had no problems with my ankle. Uh, one of the things we talk about on the radio broadcast all the time is the youth of the team. Uh, certainly you and, and Tyler Bullock look like you're really starting to get comfortable together, that offensive line maybe growing up a little. Uh, is there a tendency for you guys, the younger kids, to ever look ahead uh, at the future and, and start planning uh, for seasons ahead? Uh, yes, sir. We, man, we're we all young, but I feel like we matured in, throughout the season because we all started off young, but we all been through a lot together. So I feel like we're good now. Uh, you were closing in on a thousand yards uh, for your freshman season. Can you tell me what that means to you uh, to do it here at Roger Bacon? Uh, it means a lot. It mean it it really does mean a lot to do it here with my family. With everybody at Roger Bacon is my family, so it just it's special. That's awesome, Corey. Good luck tonight. Thank you. You know, when you look at that, I think Corey has got it absolutely uh, correct, Rob. When you look at the situation, he's saying that this team is maturing as a group. And I think we saw them take some great strides last week in the second half. Yeah, I, th I think we discussed as early as maybe the Baden game how much fun the season would really be about watching them grow up, uh, making incremental progress. This was not going to be a year we ran away with uh, the GCL title. Uh, but it was interesting with kids who we knew were the caliber of Bullock and Zach Kuhlman and Corey Kiner to watch them grow and mature and get better and more competitive because – 
next year and the year after always has kind of been earmarked for success for Mike Blount and his team. And you talk about linebackers and, your, and the defense especially, and you talk about Zach Witten, and Zach Witten, one of the senior linebackers that this team has, 175-pound, 5'8", senior, and you had an opportunity to catch up with him earlier tonight. I'm here with Zach Witten, senior linebacker, Roger Bacon. Zach, uh, senior year through the the real difficult part of the GCL schedule, now have some winnable games on the horizon. Uh, can you tell me what progress the defense has made this week and what we can look forward to uh, against Carroll tonight? Um, to be honest, we've just been watching film. Uh, we've just been learning from our mistakes, uh, just trying to limit down the mistakes and you know come out firing because it's the last couple games. Uh, they've been coming out, scoring right off the bat. This game, we're trying to stop them, make sure our offense get some points, and then just get that zero, that, that uh, shutout. It looks like uh, tackling, maybe some fundamental stuff as you guys get tired throughout the course of the game, been on the field a lot, uh, has been a factor. Have you guys kind of worked to clean some of that up this week? Yeah, we uh, we every practice this uh, week we did some practice uh, tackling stations and just worked on it every practice, so yeah. Uh, so I, I know you a little bit. I know you transferred in here uh, midway through your career. Uh, I just would like to ask you what it means here to kind of finish your career at Roger Bacon and what it's meant to be a student athlete here at Roger Bacon. It's been awesome. Uh, not knowing anyone, uh, they, they accept me well. And, you know, being a captain here is it's awesome. I love it here. Well, awesome. Good luck tonight, Zach. Thank you. Right, thank you. Well, that's one of the defensive players that has to play well here tonight, and that's Zach Witten, one of the senior linebackers here this evening. Last week, taking a look at the scores, Chaminade, as we said, beat Roger Bacon 61 to 32. It was Baden shutting out Carroll 31 to nothing. Fenwick over McNicholas in overtime 24-17, and Alter defeated Purcell 56 to six. That game was at Fairmont, so that means Alter and Chaminade Julian in the North Division are still on top of it at four and zero, and Baden along with McNicholas, are 3-1, and one, and they are tied for the top spot in the Central Division. We're about six minutes away from the kickoff of tonight's game, and Rob earlier tonight had the opportunity to step out onto the field and talk with another legacy from Roger Bacon, and that being Nate Stark. I'm here with Nate Stark, junior defensive end, uh, Roger Bacon. Nate, uh, defense has been uh, on the field a lot the past couple weeks, giving up some points against really good teams. Can you tell me what adjustments might have been made for this week's game against Carroll? I feel like this game we ran a forefront now just to stop a run game because they got a pretty good running back, and I feel like that's what's killed us so far. Uh, hopefully our pass coverage can tighten up because that was also another weakness we had. Uh, you are part of this young nucleus of players, uh, just a junior, uh, a lot of sophomores, a lot of freshmen. The future looks really bright. Uh, ever a tendency to kind of look ahead with that group of, of all the, the special things that lay ahead next year and the year after? Yeah, um, I feel like we got a really good chance coming up this next year, but I'm not trying to look past this year at all. I feel like we can still go 5-5, five and five, but as time goes on, I feel like we're only getting better, and that's something that's really going to help us coming up. Uh, you're a legacy kid. Uh, your parents both went here. Uh, in fact, you know, your dad was a football player here, a guy a lot of guys remember playing with. Uh, can you tell me what it means to put on the Roger Bacon uniform uh, and go out on a Friday night knowing they're in the sands uh, and you're, you're part of this legacy of Roger Bacon alums? Yeah, there's nothing I'd rather do than go play on a Friday night in this jersey. No other school I'd rather play for. It means a lot to me. This guy, these guys are my family, and I love to put it all out in the field. All right. Nate, thank you. Good luck tonight. Thank you. Nate's one of those guys, Rob, that 
he'll stick his nose into anything, especially defensively. He's a tough kid, you know, comes by it honestly. His dad was a hard-nosed guy, played fullback here back in the 80s for, for Coach Ron Henke. Uh, Nate, as they say, apple doesn't fall far. Uh, <laughs> tough kid, playing on the other side of the ball, will really be counted on... Uh, the rest of this season and next to uh, shore up that defensive line. We're about three and a half minutes away from the kickoff of tonight's game. Roger Bacon's going to be getting the opening kickoff for tonight. Rob and I will be back with that and more right after this timeout. I know I need to pay attention to my health, but I just can't seem to find the time. Between rushing to work and taking care of the kids, there's not much time left over for me. So I decided to start small by eating more fruits and vegetables and being more active. And then I got the family to make some changes, too. We started by keeping a bowl of fresh fruit on the counter, and I limit the amount of sweet snacks I keep in the house. I've also found some creative ways to add more vegetables to our meals. We're taking more walks, and on the weekends, we head down to the pool at the rec center. It doesn't happen every day, but it does happen. You don't have to change your entire life to be healthier. Just make some simple changes and include your family. You'll see how easy and fun it can be. You can make a difference. Eat smart, play hard. And when you do, your kids will too. A challenge from USDA. Well, this Carroll team comes in 1-6 and six on the year. They're 0-4 in the GCL North. 1-3 and three at home. They're 0-3 on the road under head coach Ben Ruley in his fourth year. 12 wins against 25 career defeats. They won their first game of the year against Stebbins, 27-12. to And then they have been on the slide ever since then. Since that time, they have been outscored 231-21. to in their last six ball games, and well, I, I, it's almost unfathomable to think that you could be outscored in, set, in six ball games, Rob, 231 to 21. That's the GCL when you're uh, down or having a down year. You know, we, we've fortunate you have players the caliber of Bullock and Kiner, but you know, we've had lumps the past couple weeks. There were weeks that didn't look like we would score. Uh, it'll be interesting, you know, Carroll comes in tonight hungry as well. They're, they're due for a win. Uh, they're going to do everything they can to try to steal one. Bacon's going to have to be disciplined and not take anything for granted tonight to uh, make sure they have success. I'm going to give you some comparison stats here, and it'll just show you just how low Carroll is coming into tonight's game. Roger Bacon, with all the problems that they've had, Offensively, up until last week, they were averaging 22 points a ball game coming into this one. Carroll averaging 6.86 per ball game. Let's stop, stop now for the prayer and tonight's national anthem. To represent our school, share with us your spirit of peace and love for one another. Bless us with a team spirit of goodwill, both for ourselves and our visitors. Draw us closer together as we represent the spirit of St. Francis. We ask this in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. And I do ask you to remain standing so that Sam Umford can lead us in our national anthem.
numbers here and, and go over them just a little bit because when you look at these comparison numbers, Rob, much, Roger Sam. Bacon averaging 22 in points a game coming into tonight's ball game. Carroll's averaging just under seven points a game offensively, 15 points less. They've struggled. You know, in fairness, Roger Bacon had a little bit of opportunity early on against inferior opponents to, to put the score up, especially against uh, Western Hills when Kiner went off for five touchdowns. Uh, had more success against that GCL. You know, it's interesting to have kind of this uh, microcosm of the season the past four weeks as we played the same teams. Uh, that's where I think it's most interesting to, to wonder what would happen tonight because Bacon has had success against those teams, making successful drives. You know, they've made mistakes, left some points on the board, managed to score a few touchdowns. Carroll has been completely blanked. Uh, it'll be interesting to see tonight again if that offense for Bacon can't uh, – Capitalize on that. But here's also an interesting stat. Defensively, Carroll's giving up 34.7 points per ball game. Roger Bacon's giving up 35. There's only three tenths of a difference. Yeah. And, and we've seen Bacon, you know, you know, Bacon, a lot of the issues they've had, again, are fundamentals, right? It's trying to arm tackle guys, mm -hmm. uh, and a three yard gain turns into a 30 yard gain. Uh, I think Coach Clements, with this young team, continues to emphasize the fundamentals. Uh, cleaning some things up. We're watching them grow up. Uh, I do think we're going to have a lot of success tonight. Well, Carroll won the opening coin toss, but they deferred to the second half, so Roger Bacon will get the kickoff here tonight to start things out. Roger Bacon will be going from left to right across your computer screen. They will be adorned in their all-white uniforms with brown numerals and white helmets. The Patriots, they look like the old-time New England Patriots. They're adorned in their blue uni tops with red pants and, of course, the Patriot on the white helmet. They literally look like the team from New England yeah. that went to the Super Bowl about 25 years ago, prior to Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and the rest of the Patriots. Well, you know, I, I had a chance to talk to the coaches before the game. There's a, a new enthusiasm this week, and maybe some of it is, you know, playing a Patriot-level team, but uh, 
I think tonight really comes down to third down, as we've talked about the past few weeks. they got to keep Bullock and Kiner out of those third and longs. So Jeff Wright approaches it. He'll kick it off for Carroll, and it's going to be taken in by Kiner at his 20 on a low-line drive kick right up the middle to the 30, out to the 35, and he'll be stopped and downed at the 39-yard line after a return of 19 yards on the kickoff, and that's where Roger Bacon will start first and 10. At their own 30, well, now they'll spark it at the 38-yard line. Good field position. Yep. That's the way it was in the second half last week. Going out wide to the left is Zach Coleman. Coming out wide right, Capel. And the quarterback, of course, is Tyler Bullock. Right behind him out of the pistol is Kiner. And Kiner right up the middle across the 40 out to the 41-yard line for a gain of three. And it makes it a three-yard gain, make it second down and seven yards to go. Spread offense for the Spartans as they've been doing all season long. They've got receivers out wide on both sides. Kiner to the left of Bullock, ball in the center. Bullock hands off to Kiner, off left tackle. He'll take it across the 45 to the 50, breaks into the clear. He's going to take it to the house to the 25-20, touchdown, Kiner. Corey Kiner, elite speed. There was no chance that he was going to catch him. Coach Joe Hennigke's thought that the offensive line could get a push tonight. They gave just enough of a crease, uh, and he was off to the races. 59-yard touchdown scamper by Corey Kiner. Takes it into the house, and it is six nothing. Roger Bacon, and we have played just 11:56 seconds of this first quarter. Shades of what has happened to the Spartans over the last couple of weeks, where they've been down early, but tonight they hit the scoreboard early and take the lead six to nothing. Bird in to attempt the extra point. High snap, but they get it down. The kick is up, and it is through the uprights. So there's 11.04 left to go in this first quarter of play. We'll take a timeout. Your score, it's Roger Bacon 7 and Carroll nothing. Spartan fans, Josh Wilking here, proud member of the class of 2012 with Kelsey Chevrolet, your full-service Chevrolet dealership and proud partner of Roger Bacon Athletics. Thank you, Spartan Army, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing full-size franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Sales, service, parts, and body shop. We can handle all your automotive needs. KelseyChev.com. Hail Spartans. We are Kelsey Chevrolet from all family to yours. 14 touchdowns on the year for Corey Kiner, and Robbie broke one tackle, made a juke to the left, back to the right, and took it to the house. Yeah, what, nice misdirection. You know, we saw him pick up about five yards that first time by using the counter. Uh, he took it there around that left side, which is where the little more veteran side is. Had a small crease, that 4-3 speed. Uh, there was no chance they were going to catch him. Evan Heil back set to return with, I should say, Evan Howard and... Jay Kyle, and it's a short kickoff taken by one of the upbacks at the 30 out across the 35 to the 34-yard line. That being Sam Howard. Howard, a sophomore, 5'10", 160-pounder, grabbed it and returned it 9 yards. So Carroll will have good field position as they start out at their own 39-yard line. And, you know, it's funny. We talked about Bacon maybe putting methodical drives together to protect the defense. Three plays, 70-yard touchdown drive will work. We'll take it, but... Uh, let's see if the defense can hold their own tonight. Evan Howard starts out at the running back position. He's a senior, and at the quarterback spot tonight is Jacob Heil, and he is a 5'10 senior. Hand off to Howard, off right tackle, and he's going to be stacked up right at the line of scrimmage for no gain. Chris Coogley, the senior, playing with a broken hand tonight, rushed it back, 
Uh, didn't want to leave his teammates high and dry. Uh, got a, a soft cast on in on that tackle. That's a soft cast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Look at that thing. It's a club. He looks like somebody from the Flintstones. He's a tough kid. You know, he was going to play tonight no matter what. A senior. Uh, doesn't want to miss a chance to play Carroll. Movement on the line. Moving from right to left is the tight end, Aaron Story, and the pitch out comes around the right-hand side. Now keeping it as high, a high off right tackle. Good option play across the 40 out to the 45-yard line for a gain of six. That looks like one of those plays that clearly they watched a lot of film. If there's one thing Bacon struggled for the past four or five weeks, it's quarterback option. Uh, you know, the read option out to the side, taking advantage of, of Bacon, maybe losing discipline on those plays. Uh, no exception there. Matt Evers into the ball game. He'll line up at the tight end spot with Howard right behind Heil. Now they're out of the pistol formation. They bring receivers out wide to the near side, which is the left-hand side. Heil, the quarterback, just ran for six. It's third and four. Handoff comes to Howard around the left end. He's going to be hit and dropped immediately by Michael Carson. Yeah, loss of six, well, make it five yards, almost back to the original line of scrimmage. They'll mark him down at the 40, and it's punting time for Carroll. We've watched him grow up just a sophomore the past few weeks, uh, taking on those bigger physical teams. Uh, they had no chance there. He came right through the gap uh, and blew that play up before it started. Johnny Beering in to punt the football away from his own 40-yard line. Back set to return is Coleman. Good snap. Bearing left foot kicker gets a high end over end kick. The Coleman will take it to 30. He's going to be hit immediately and dropped right at the 30 yard line. Good coverage by Carroll. They did a nice job on that play and brought down Coleman for no gain by Dominic Fernandez, a 6'3 junior, making his way down the field and stopping Coleman for no gain. First and 10 for the Spartans at their own 30. They couldn't ask for a better start, right? This is probably how Mike scripted it in practice this week. Uh, for this first game. Let's see if uh, they keep the momentum going. Trips out to the right-hand side. Hand off to Kiner up the middle. His third carry of the night. Looks to the right. Now cuts it back to the left-hand side across the 30 to the 35. And he'll be tripped up and run out of bounds at about the 37-38 yard line for a gain of eight. I think what you're going to see, and you can kind of see it already, is uh, that young offensive line that was much maligned the past few weeks is starting to get a little bit of confidence. Uh, knowing they can get some push and play physical with this team, and, and that's going to bode well. Ball out to the 38-yard line, so a gain of eight. Second down, two yards to go for the Spartans, and you can open up the playbook on this one. Bullock's going to throw it out to the left side, and it is complete to Bird. Bird's got it across the 50, and he just stepped out of bounds. I believe that's Bird, or is that Edmondson? Zach Coleman. Zach Coleman. Is that Coleman? Okay. Hard to see it across the far side. You're right, that is Coleman. And he took it out, stepped out of bounds at the 49-yard line, but he's got the first down. Still in Spartan territory, first and ten at their own 49-yard line. Nice quick hitter to Coleman up that left side. Coleman now wide out to the left. Pitch out comes around the right-hand side to Kiner. Kiner strings it out to the sideline. He's going to be hit at the 45, lose about four yards on the play before he's wrapped up by four Patriots and run out of bounds, by, led by linebacker Matt Evers. That was just a numbers game. They brought an eighth guy up uh, to, to kind of counter what they knew was coming, which was a, a heavy dose of Kiner. We talked about before the game the variety that Bacon went to in the second half last week. We need to see more of that. Bullock airing it out a little bit, take pressure off Kiner. Second down, 14 yards to go for the Spartans at their own 45-yard line. Bullock out of the pistol, handoff to Kiner up the middle, and he's going to be hit again 
by one of the Patriot linebackers. Dominic Fernandez came right in and stunned him for another two-yard loss back to the 43-yard line. Yeah, and again, I just went from complimenting that young offensive line. Uh, they run a stunt there. They sneak right between the tackle and the guard and, and meet Mr. Kiner right in the backfield. So it's third down, 17 yards to go from the Spartan 42. Dropping back Bullock. Bullock looks up the middle. Boy, he lo- had a lot of time, then lost it, and he's going to be smothered and dropped by Evers leading the way all the way back to the 39-yard line for a loss of four, and it will be fourth down in eternity. I, th- I thought he rushed that a little bit. He didn't need to pull that down as quickly as he did. Had he been a little more patient, I think he had Kuhlman and Edmondson. Uh, again, maybe that youth and experience. Coach Henneke said every week he makes maybe three or four plays that are just inexperienced. I think that was one of them. So Bird will punt the football away. Back set to return it is Evan Howard. And Howard, it goes to the near side. Nice Howard's going to let it hit just inside the sideline. It hit one of the Patriots. It'll be picked up by Roger Bacon and taken in for the score. But they're going to call it a muff, I believe. And that is unable to be returned. But Roger Bacon will have the football at the 17-yard line of the Patriots. Big break and a heady play. I think that might have been Noah Miller. That was a heady play. Amos Zardi. Heady play on him to, to have the awareness to grab that ball and recover it for Roger Bacon. Yeah, you can't return that in high school. You can in college in the pros, but in high school they don't allow you once it hits somebody. It, it's a, immediately you just have to pick it up where it's, and then that's where they stop you at. So. And Big Amos, how many opportunities is he going to have for a touchdown, right? That, you know, poor kid. In 40 years, it'll be a touchdown. Yeah. When First and 10 for Roger Bacon out of the pistol. Hand off to Kiner. Kiner lost the handle. Bullock's going to jump back on it right at the line of scrimmage at the 17. Boy, Kiner got smacked right in the ball, and he dropped it, and Bullock was heads up enough to get right back on it and save the turnover. Yeah, again, uh, I think a little bit of uh, chaos setting in there. Roger Bacon needs to take a deep breath. Again, that maybe that inexperience. Uh, Edmondson in the slot, outnumbered out there. I wouldn't mind to see him taking a shot out there. So Bullock on second and 10 from the 17. He's going to take it right up the middle, cuts it to the 15 and spins to the 14-yard line where he is dropped by Frederick Butts. A defensive back comes in after a two-yard gain, and it'll be third down and eight yards to go. Again, you know, these third and longs, which have not been friendly to Mr. Bullock, are really going to be important for this offensive line to be able to hold their ground here to give Bullock time to maybe deliver a ball. Capel out wide to right-hand side. Going out is Jake Speed, who's in to the lineup at receiver. He's slot right. Bullock looks to his left. He's going to throw it out to the left, trying to get it to Kuhlman, but at about the four-yard line, but threw it by him and incomplete. And looks like they're going to go for a field goal here, Rob. It would be, let's see, ball spotted at the 15-yard line, so about a 32-yard attempt. They're going to spot it at the 22, and Bird is going to come in and attempt a 32-yard field goal. It's right in the center of the field. Yeah, struggled on uh, special teams this year, but I, I think percentage-wise uh, versus, you know, going for it. Well, let's see what happens here. 32-yard, no wind to his back. Ball is down. Good snap. Kick is up, and the kick is good. 32-yard field goal by Bird, and it is 10 to nothing. And uh, Luke Bird, I will say uh, his grandmother, Estella Brannon, passed away this week. 
Uh, long legacy, a lot of Brandons and Birds have come through. Want to wish our best to the family uh, on her loss at this time, and a great kick for Luke, which I'm sure helps heal uh, some of that wound. 6:13 left to go in the first quarter of play. It is now 10 to nothing. Roger Bacon on top of it, and as has happened in the past few weeks, Rob, Roger Bacon has been down at this point in the first quarter, but tonight they're in an unfamiliar position. Yeah, and, and sometimes with inexperience, you know, being able to handle the adversity of a loss and being able to handle the excitement of being up in a position you're not used to can both be difficult to manage. Uh, again, this is where, you know, some of the discipline that, you know, Coach Clements and Coach Blout have been trying to instill in this team all week really needs to come into play. So Bird will kick it off. Howard back set to return another short kick. It'll be taken in by meters at the 30-yard line, and he'll take it out to the 34-yard line for a return of about four yards. And check that. That was Sam Howard returning that short kickoff. He's a sophomore, 5'10". But, you know, that, that's interesting. You know, Bird made a great punt on that turnover we saw, uh, then kicks the field goal. Good series for him. We've seen Bird be a highlight for the past couple weeks. With his punting. So Carroll has it first and 10 at their own 34-yard line. They've started out their first two possessions in good field position. The quarterback, Jacob Heil. Heil out of the pistol with Howard to his left. And fake handoff. Heil's going to throw it out to the left-hand side, and it is complete to the receiver, Will Severt. Severt, a junior six-footer, across the 35 to the 39-yard line for a gain of five on that completion. It'll bring up second down five yards to go. Looks like the defender for Roger Bacon might have got a hand on that one. Um, Tipped it just a little bit, but but not enough to knock it down. The ball kind of flutters off. Receiver's able to pull it in. Evers back into the ball game. Receiver's go out wide to the far side. Evers is going to line up at a slot position, actually a wing position right behind the line. Hand off to Howard up the middle. He'll take it across the 40 to the 42. They'll spot him closer to the 41. Gain of two yards on the carry and it brings up third down and about three yards to go for a Patriot first down with 5.18 left to go in the quarter. 10-0 Spartans on top of it. Yeah, and for the first time all season, we've seen you know this defensive line be able to hold their own a little bit at the point of attack on these running plays. Carroll does not run the hurry-up. They do run the pistol. They do run the spread out of it. But they huddle up after every ball, after every play. Very methodical. And Heil looks over to the sideline after they line up, much like a lot of college option quarterbacks do nowadays and Heil gets the handoff, runs play action, throws it out to the right hand side and it is complete out near the midfield stripe, they've got a first down on the play to the receiver, Dominic Lajuiz Lajuiz with the reception, he's a sophomore 5'11", makes the first catch gain of 13 on the play and it's a first down for Carroll. And like we said with uh, Coach Clements told me they're moving 8 to the box tonight, a 4-4 defense Uh, since the opening kick the, the wide side of the field, that slot receiver has been pretty much open, and I don't know that the linebacker they had on him could keep up. Uh, easy play for Carroll. Evers in the slot to the left. Receiver's out wide to the left-hand side. Hiles going to run the option to the left-hand side. Stop. Matches up. He's going to throw a dying quail out to the left-hand side, and it is almost intercepted by Jake Speed. He was trying to get it to his intended receiver, Will Sever, but he was well short on the pass, and it's second down and ten. Yeah, Sever was wide open. Uh, that looked like it was 
going to be a touchdown. And Speed, who's one of the leaders in the GCL in uh, interceptions, they're not able to get his head around. Otherwise, that could have been going the other way. Flag on the play, and they're going to call, I believe, a hold against Carroll. And that knocks him back to the 40-yard line. That's what it will be, is holding. So it brings up first down and 15 yards to go for a first down. That's a spot foul. They'll make it first and 20. Excuse me. They need to get just inside the 40-yard line of Roger Bacon to get a first down. Mike Blout accepting the penalty, obviously, and so it'll be first down all over again. Howard moves to the left. What's the option here? Of Heil. Out of the pistol. Heil's going to run it. There's the option. Pitches it out to Howard. Howard's going to be hit behind the line of scrimmage and dropped inside the 40, back at about the 38-yard line for a loss of two, and it's second down 22. Maybe five weeks of being burned by the read option has maybe got this defense to buckle down a little bit because they read that perfectly. Uh, again, one guy took the quarterback, one guy took the back. They are able to blow that play up for a loss. Uh, you know, when you look at the difference between Carroll and Kettering Alter and, and Chaminade, when you go into those games against first-place unbeaten teams, you hope to win, you don't expect to win. This is one of the games where you expect to win, and you take more chances out on the field. You play up more up to your potential. You're right on point there. Heil with it. Howard now moves out of the backfield, empty backfield. Heil's going to throw it out to Howard on the left-hand side. Complete. It's a nice block. Makes it across the 50 to the 40, to the 35, to the 30, and he'll be run out of bounds on the play on a great tackle from behind by, again, Michael Carson. Looked like holding out there on the right-hand side, and is that a flag down all the way back or not, or is that just a towel? Whatever it was. I think that's a towel. That was that was a blatant hold. But it's not called, and the completion takes it all the way out, gets them the first down on second and 22, down to the Roger Bacon 26-yard line. Well, I haven't seen a neck hold like that since WrestleMania 4, <laughs> so it looked pretty obvious to me. Evers moves in motion to the right side. Handoff up the middle to Howard. Now keeping it on a nice fake is Heil. Heil around the right side inside the 25 to the 20 to the 15. Breaks a couple of tackles, and he's going to take it down to the 10-yard line. 16 yards on that scamper by Heil, and he did a nice job of faking out a couple of Spartan tacklers to get it first and goal at the Spartan 10 with three minutes to go in the first quarter. And that looked like the bacon we've seen throughout the past five weeks. A lot of arm tackling. Uh, efforts without coming up to really wrap him up uh, with discipline turned what should have been a one-yard gain into a 16-yard gain. Ball spotted just inside the 10-yard line, close to the nine, so it's first and goal for the Patriots. They send two receivers out wide to the left-hand side. Ball in the far hash mark. We're a bubble screen here. Now they've got Ebert moving in motion as Howard out of the backfield. Ebert is only in the backfield and the hand, no handoff. Kyle's going to keep it right up the middle behind the left guard, and he takes it down to about the seven-yard line for a gain of two. And it is second down and goal at the seven-yard line of the Spartans. They lead it 10-0 with 2.25 remaining in the first quarter. You know, I think from what we've seen so far, this is really just an opportunity for Roger Bacon to beat itself. Uh, they got to stay disciplined. Remember they practiced all week. Uh, and keep Carroll out of the end zone. 2.05 remaining in this first quarter. Heil with Howard in the backfield. Heil keeps it, pitches it out around the right-hand side to Frederick Butts. Butts takes it inside the five and into the house for the touchdown. No containment. 
They did not seal off the edge, and with a minute 57 left to go in the first quarter, it's now 10-6. And that is the first score by Carroll in the last four weeks. Five weeks, excuse me. Yeah. That, that was not a great possession for Roger Bacon's defense. Again, they, they started out well playing that option, and as we talked about, we're managing to keep contained. There they just completely lost sight of that running back, went all in on the quarterback, and he's able to pick up a touchdown. Well, either Carroll does not have a kicker or they have decided to go for two here. Well, now check that. Wait a minute. Was there a flag down? There was a flag on the play, Rob. I didn't even see the flag. I didn't see them even call it. They, yeah, there was. they've marked it back to the 14-yard the line, so it must have been a hold on the play. So no touchdown. Negate that. And now Carroll has it first and goal. Check that second and goal, excuse me, from the 14-yard line of the Spartans. Butts in the backfield now with Heil. Heil is going to throw it out into the flat, and it is complete to Jeff Johnny Beering. Beering at the 15-yard line is dropped immediately for a yard loss, and it's third and goal from the Spartan 15. And again, Zach Witten, the senior, or the yeah, the senior we talked to before the game, uh, has had a good game. Tipped a pass earlier, got caught. Has been in on a couple big plays. That was a big tackle for him. Uh, again, maintained containment and came up with discipline to break down and make the tackle. A minute and a half left to go in this first quarter of play. Going out wide to the right-hand side is Will Severt. Now they've got trips out to the right-hand side for the Pats. Frederick Butts to the left. Now he moves in motion to the far side. Empty backfield out of the shotgun. Dropping back is Heil. He's going to throw it into the end zone, and it's knocked and tipped away at the last second by Roger Bacon's Nolan Tevy. Nice play defensively. Yeah, again, get into the lane and get those big arms up to knock that ball down. Uh, brings up fourth down. Let's see if we can keep them scoreless. What will the Pats do? Right, that scoreless streak is continuing because that touchdown was negated by the penalty. And now, Carroll will take a timeout. We will also. A minute eight to go when we return. It's fourth and goal for the Pats. Your score, it's Roger Bacon 10 and the Patriots nothing. Explore your nursing career options at Mount St. Joseph University. Built upon 90-plus years of experience in nursing, the Mount's nursing programs prepare professional and ethical leaders who promote holistic, evidence-based health care practices. The Mount's nursing programs are fully accredited by the Commission of Collegiate Nursing Education. Apply now at msj.edu slash apply to begin classes in the fall. Mount St. Joseph University continues to be a proven leader in nursing education. Visit us at msj.edu. You know, forget the pressure to win a football game, Rob. Talk about the pressure of just scoring, and that's what Carol's trying to do here. Yeah, they are in a in a hole, to say the least, in a rut. Four weeks without scoring can do a lot to the psyche of an offense. Uh, you had a chance here, you know, to, to score that touchdown. It's taken away by a dumb penalty. Uh, now you're looking at fourth and goal. You start to think about it maybe a little too much. So here we go. A minute eight left to go in the first quarter. Ten-nothing Roger Bacon, but the Pats with the ball at the Bacon 15-yard line on fourth and goal. Betts off to the right. Rolling out to the right is Heil after the snap. Looking out. Throws it near the end zone. It is caught and knocked out of bounds. Shy of the goal line at the two-yard line. 
And the Patriots will turn it over on downs, and Roger Bacon has held. Great play. Again, Sam Severt with the catch. 15 yards is a long way to go with a quarterback who does not have a rifle. Uh, Bacon covered that well. If there was anything short of the goal line, that was going to be stopped, and uh, that one didn't really have a chance. So a minute left to go in the first quarter, and Roger Bacon deep in their own territory. Back at their own three-yard line is where they'll spot the football. Bullock hands it off to Kiner. Kiner right behind his right guard, and he'll be stopped right at the line of scrimmage for no gain. I wouldn't mind seeing Bullock take a shot here. Zach Coleman, as usual, has about three or four inches on this corner. Soft coverage, wide side of the field. Uh, Might be an opportunity to to have a sudden change and Bullock to go deep. Bullock in his own end zone, out of the pistol with Kiner to his right. Ball in the center of the field. Hand off to Kiner right up the middle. He'll take it to the four, to the five, maybe out to the six-yard line before he is finally brought down on the play. Flag out there. Might have been a late hit. And is there a flag? By no, there is no flag. I thought I did see a flag. I thought I saw one come in, too, but nonetheless, it didn't happen. There's 10 seconds to go in the first quarter, but both teams are going off to the sideline, and that'll do it here in the initial period of play. Your score, it is Roger Bacon, 10, and Carroll, nothing. Great food and a fun atmosphere. Join your old friends and new at Sunday's Pub on 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. The month of October marks the 10th anniversary for Sundays, and they're celebrating. On Mondays is server night. All domestic beers are $1.50. Stop in on Fridays before the game, starting at 4 for free appetizers. And when the Bengals are on the road, join Sundays for a Bengals potluck party. See the Bengals on the big screens at Sundays. Your taste buds will water when you walk into Sunday's Pub. Sunday's Pub, 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. CardinalMotors.com Cardinal Motors, serving the Tri-State's vehicle needs. Quality vehicles, friendly staff. Visit us today at CardinalMotors.com 513-939-AUTO Good credit, bad credit, first time buyer, we got you covered. CardinalMotors.com I got my new car at CardinalMotors.com Looking for your next quality car, truck, van, or SUV? Visit CardinalMotors.com today. Visit us at any of our three locations in Hamilton and Fairfield. Dave Mitchell, Rob Rickenbaugh back here at Ron Basevich Stadium where it's we head into the second quarter. It is 10-0. Roger Bacon on top of it as we start this second quarter of play. 59-yard touchdown scamper and a 32-yard field goal by Corey Kiner and Luke Bird. And Bullock throws it in, and it's intercepted by the Patriots. And it is run in for a touchdown. Frederick Butts just stepped right in front of that intended pass for Kiner. And he stepped in front of it at the two-yard line and took it into the end zone. That's the shortest touchdown interception he'll ever have. And it's now, all of a sudden, 10-6. to Yeah, and again, Coach Henneke's talked about those mental mistakes that Bullocks tends to make as just a sophomore, that one of them. Uh, made one a couple weeks ago last week and a couple weeks ago at Indian Hill. Third pick six of the season. He's got to clean that up. Jeffrey Wright in to attempt the extra point. It's 10-6 to six all of a sudden with a, just three seconds elapsed on the second quarter clock. Snap is down. Now the whistles are blown. The side judges both are throwing their flags, and it's a false start against the Patriots. Well, now 
that scoreless streak of four straight games is over for the Pats. Yeah, and, and I think with Carroll, the statements they've made thus far is Roger Bacon's going to have to earn the win tonight. They weren't going to lay down. They're a GCL opponent. Bacon's going to have to really bring an effort to win this game. Well, they lace them up the same as Roger Bacon does, no matter what. So Wright will attempt it again, this time from the 15-yard line. He puts it up, and it is good. So there's an official timeout on the field. We've played three seconds of the second quarter, 11.57 remaining. Your score, Roger Bacon 10, and Carroll, well, what? Seven. For most military service members, returning home is a joyful time. But when these troops come home injured, it can be the beginning of a long and painful struggle to recuperate. A struggle that can affect their entire family. The Coalition to Salute America's Heroes is a nonprofit organization that has put together an array of support services for these heroes. They include programs that help with jobs and financial aid, as well as conferences that can assist them on their road to recovery. The goal is to help our heroes and their families transition back to civilian life with pride and dignity. Our servicemen and women all volunteer to serve and defend this nation. The Coalition to Salute America's Heroes can help you thank them for their sacrifices both on and off the battlefield. To learn more or to find out how you can volunteer to help at a VA hospital, call 1-888-44-SALUTE or visit saluteheroes.org on the web. Coleman gets the kickoff, and he runs it across the 20, out across the 30 to the 40, across the 45, and near the 50-yard line. Great return by Coleman and Roger Bacon after that tragic interception of two yards in for the touchdown for Carroll. Now has the football back, but a lot better position, first and 10, and they'll mark it at their own 49-yard line. We get, we got to let Bullock take some more shots, right? The only way for him to kind of get over the sting of the pick six is to uh, start to complete some passes. So Bullock out of the pistol, and there he goes. He's going to throw it out into the flat, complete to Coleman, into Carroll territory at the 46-yard line, a gain of five on that completion. And it is a first, second down and five yards to go. They kept him inbound, so the clock will continue to run. Second down, five for the Spartans. That's a, that's a smart play. Coleman's got about four inches on him. He's had a big cushion. Bring him up a little bit. Give Coleman a chance to run by him, maybe on a deep ball. So Bullock out of the pistol. He's got Kiner right behind him. Ball on the near hash mark. Drops back. Throws it out to the right-hand side. That one's complete to Capel. Breaks a tackle inside the 40 to the 35 and down to the 33-yard line. Nice catch, and boy, Bullock put it right where the defender could not grab it on that outside shoulder. It was a great throw, a half second shorter. That's a second pick six, but gain of 11 on he that. He got it there. He gain of 11, first and 10 at the Carroll 33-yard line. Hand off to Kiner off the right-hand side, takes it inside the 30, inside the 25, and down to the 21-yard line. 12-yard gain for Kiner and another first down, and the Spartans are on the roll. And I think we've seen for a couple weeks now that if you can get Kiner to the edge and give him just a few seconds of a block, good things happen. Uh, the problem is we haven't held blocks. That we did on that one, 12 yards. Spread formation, ball on the far hash mark out of the pistol. Kiner to the right of Bullock. Hand off to Kiner. Cuts inside across 
the behind the left guard, and he'll take it down to the 16-yard line for a gain of five, and it's second down and five yards to go. Kiner approaching 100 yards already in this first half. Uh, offensive line giving him a little crease and him making the most of it. Nine carries so far tonight unofficially for Kiner, 81 yards. The big one, the 59-yarder for the touchdown. Kiner behind, moving in motion. Edmondson, Edmondson gets it on the jet around the right-hand side, and he'll take it out to the 15-yard line, and a flag is thrown almost at the point of the tackle. And it looks like that's what it's going to be. It'll be a hold against Roger Bacon. As the official now will step up, and it will be a hold called against the Spartans, so that will mark them back 10 yards with 10.08 left to go before half, and Rob will talk with offensive line coach Joe Hennekes at halftime, and you've got the legends coming up at halftime also. That's right. Uh, Cincinnati Police Officer, Communications Director Steve Saunders, and Homicide Detective Todd Green. You are a busy man at halftime. Bullock yeah. hands it off to Kiner right up the middle on second down and call it about 16 yards to go and he took it right behind the center across the 25 down to the 23 yard line for a gain of three on the carry and, and Kiner is a great player but I, I think that's a curious play call because outside of him making a spectacular run you put your quarterback in a position he's struggled all season third and long third and 12 ball at the 23 yard line of the Patriots Kiner behind Bullock, spread formation. Bullock pump fake to the right. Now he's going to throw it to Coleman up the right-hand side, and it's incomplete. Check that. That was Capel. I'm sorry. Capel up the right-hand side. Incomplete. And it will be fourth down and 12 yards to go. And now what will, will it be bird time, or will it be go for it offensively on fourth and 12? I think they're out of bird's range. Um, and, it, you know, interesting, he throws that to the other side. That's a touchdown. Coleman probably catches up to that one. I wouldn't mind seeing them take a shot the other side, either try to draw the pass interference uh, or give Coleman a chance to go up and get it. I'll tell you one thing. The way Bird put that field goal through from 32 yards, he's got leg enough to do that again tonight. Blocking's been the issue for us. That's true. Edmondson in motion to the far side. Bullock now whistles, and it will be a timeout called by Roger Bacon, and we will take one also. 9.23 left to go in the first half. Your score, it's the Spartans 10 and Carroll 7. You want to advance your career through education, but you have a busy family and work schedule. Mount St. Joseph can help. The Mounts School of Business offers an MBA program on Saturday mornings where you can earn your master's degree in two years. Courses are led by faculty who are experts in their areas and taken one at a time, and the GMAT is not required for admission. Classes every Saturday can make a huge difference in your life and your career. Learn more about the Saturday MBA program. Visit msj.edu slash MBA. And tomorrow, Blake Watson and I will have Mount St. Joseph football for you here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. 1.30 with the kickoff as Earlham comes to town. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 1 o'clock, so join us then from Schuler Field. Right now it is 10-7, fourth down, 12 yards to go for the Spartans here at Ron Basevich Stadium on a beautiful Friday night for football. Trips out to the near side. Kappel, the single receiver, out to the far side. Kiner behind Bullock on 4th and 12. Bullock rolls out to the left. Gets hit. He's going to run it up the middle. Stands stall, throws it into the end zone, and it is intercepted or knocked down. It's knocked down 
on the play. Almost intercepted by one of the defensive backs, that being Will Severt. But nonetheless, it'll be first and ten, and it's probably a good idea that Severt dropped that ball because he would have had it at the three-yard line. Instead, now they'll have it out to the 23. Yeah, but as we've seen for five weeks, uh, another drive, Roger Bacon's able to put together that comes up empty-handed. So first and ten for the Patriots, down by three in this first half of action. 9.15 left to go in the first half. And the Pats down by three, and they have the football looking over at their coach. And, boy, there's a lot of discussion going on off the side. The head coach, Bob Pulley, Ben Pulley, really, excuse me, and now... The Pats are going to take a timeout. Not sure what was going on there, but Ruley was off talking to the side judge, Rob, and they just ran the play clock down and decided to go ahead and take a timeout. It's a critical drive for both teams. Carroll wants to put something together to see if they can't take the lead or at least tie it up, uh, but they've struggled offensively for four weeks. Little light tonight. Bacon's defense. Carroll, having sucked some of the momentum back, needs to kind of make a stand give the offense a chance to put more points on the board. Well, when you give to the Roger Bacon Annual Fund, you're personally making a difference in a student's life. If you were on a scholarship, received financial assistance, participated in an extracurricular activity like this one, or played a sport while at Roger Bacon High School, the Annual Fund helped you. The Annual Fund Drive is currently underway. You can call Roger Bacon at 641-1313 641-1313 to make a donation or send a check to the school. It's a great way to continue the mission of Roger Bacon. And right now the mission for the Spartans is to stop the Patriots. After that timeout, 9.15 remaining in the half, Heil comes out with Howard to his right, trips out to the near side, ball in the far hash mark out of the pistol. Now moving in motion to the other side is Howard. Fake handoff. Heil drops back. He's going to throw the ball over the middle, and he has got a pass incomplete. Tried to find his intended receiver, Fredericks Butts, out of the slot on the right-hand side, but overthrew him, and it's second and ten. And, you know, Bacon got lucky there. Chris Coogley out on one of the slot receivers. Uh, Looks like he stopped, maybe read that incorrectly. Receiver goes right by him. Quarterback doesn't see him, goes to the other side. Receiver drops it, but... uh, that could have been a, a touchdown had he seen that guy. Coogley is probably the easiest guy tonight to see on the defense because of that club he's wearing club, on his yeah. right hand. <laughs> Tough kid. I love Chris. Pistol formation. Now receivers out wide on both sides. Moving in motion as Evers to the near side. Howard in the backfield. Long snap count. Handoff goes to Howard right up the middle, and Howard takes it across the 23 out to the 25. And the side judge will spot him at the 26-yard line. So a gain of three, and it brings up third down and seven from the Carroll 26-yard line. And, you know, Chris has got a a sister here, Bacon, great volleyball player, uh, varsity volleyball team doing really well to kind of run through uh, the rest of the GCL season, finishing strong, uh, look good for the the state tournament this year. Yeah, the volleyball tournament's starting just about a week or so. It should be exciting. Bacon with a good chance to compete as always. Third down, seven yards to go for the Pats. Ball at their own 26-yard line. Dropping back is Heil. Looks out to the left. It is complete. It goes to Butts, and Butts is going to be hit immediately and dropped, and then he dropped the football. Or did they call it a catch? Looked like the official came in and 
waved his hands off to the side, and that's what he did. He said the ball was dropped, so it's fourth down, seven yards to go. Ball still at the 26-yard line, and it's punting time for the Pats. I know, I know, I know, I know. And I'll, I'll tell you, nothing drove wide receiver coaches more crazy than when you need seven and your receiver runs four. Uh, you know, it's curious, but... Uh, so Beering is in to punt the football away from his own 26-yard line. Low snap, picks it up. He'll left foot it away, and Kuhlman has got a backpedal, and he will let it bounce inside the 25-yard line, and the Pats will down it at the 24-yard line. That is a 50-yard punt. 50-yard punt by Beering. Nice punt to get them out of the end of their end zone. And Roger Bacon will take it over first and 10 from their own 24. Field position game now. And uh, let's see if Bacon can put another drive together, give that defensive break, and try to get some points on the board. Right now it's 10-7. Spartans on top of it. 8:09 left to go in the half. Bullock. Hands it off to Kiner around the right side to the 25 to the 30, 35, 40. He's got a lane and he's going to go. 50, 40, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. 76-yard run by Corey Kiner with 7.55 left to go at second TD of the night. And, boy, he turned the corner and he was gone. He doesn't need, doesn't need much of a crease uh, with that size and speed. Uh well over 100 now, approaching 200 yards uh, in the first half. Uh, Corey Kiner, the legend, continues uh, as he continues to march towards uh, every school record in the book. Now, this is unofficial because I learned under the old math instead of the new math now, but I've got it for 11 carries and 160 yards in this first half alone. Not a bad game, certainly a great first half. So Bird will come in to attempt the extra point with 7.55 left to go in this first half. It's 16-7 Spartans. Ball is down. Bird hesitates, puts it up, and it is no good wide right. 7.55 left to go in the first half. It's now Roger Bacon, 16, Carroll, 7. Are you a small business owner that wants more customers? Of course. What business wouldn't? I'm Dave Mitchell. What if I told you I could help you increase your customer base, possibly 2,000%? You'd wonder how, right? OneCom Media can give you all the details. We can show you how to increase your customer base and give you a great return on your investment for your website. This means more customers, more business, and more money in your pocket. Get more details by calling me at OneCom Media. The number is 513-268-2799. Increase your customers with OneCom Media. 513-268-2799. Dave Mitchell, Rob Rickenbaugh back here at Braun Basevich Stadium where Roger Bacon leading it on this Friday the 13th, 16-7. to 7. And you mentioned something very interesting about the way Bird kicks. Yeah, he's the first kicker I've ever seen take one step, plant, and swing that foot versus two. Uh, doesn't give himself a chance to get a lot of power, get a lot of those hips into that kick. Uh, really using all leg versus uh, momentum and inertia. <laughs> Howard back set to return along with Butts, and Bird kicks it off. It's a short kick that will be taken in by Evers. Evers at about his 25, out to the 30, and he'll be stopped at the 34-yard line, and I think a flag was thrown, and it was. Looks like it'll be a face mask, and now a lot of skirmishing going on after that tackle on both sides, and 
Roger Bacon will have to pull a couple of guys away and off to the sideline before anything else happens. Yeah, an incidental face mask. Hopefully the five-yard variety didn't really affect that. They call it for 15. Barely, barely graced it. Well, I wonder, Rob, though, if the skirmish at the end is what led them to change that, because I think you're right. He just, he grazed the face mask, but it may have been more of a, hey, cut that stuff out. Well, it looked like Carroll overreacted like they'd never seen a face mask before uh, from the reaction of the guys on the bench yelling about it. But um, So it'll be a 15-yard penalty that will take it from the 32 out to the 48-yard line, 33 out to the 48-yard line. So it's first and 10. Roger Bacon yelling off to the sideline. They've only got 10 men on the field. And now someone comes in to make the 11. So it's first and 10. Howard moves in motion to the... Left-hand side, Hiles going to throw it out to Holding. the left-hand side, and it is complete on the plate of Butts. Butts is going to break a couple of tackles inside the 50 to the 45. He's still going to the 43, 42, 41. He's still going inside the 40 and down to the 37-yard line. Nobody wrapped up his legs, and he just continued to move and move and move until he had picked up a first down plus seven for 17 yards on that reception. Yeah, he's not a guy you can arm tackle. You have to come in and wrap him up with uh, the, the way you're taught and bring him down. But, you know, that play started again. That, that slot receiver gets an arm around the safety coming up to make the tackle, and that's what kind of broke him free. So the ball at the 37-yard line of... Roger Bacon, first and ten for the Pats. As they move Howard off to the right-hand side. Now Heil is going to pitch it out to Howard around the right-hand side to the 35, to the 30, and he'll be brought down at the 27-yard line. And that, that's a great <laughs> textbook example of how they've misplayed the option all season where you send the guy for the quarterback, but nobody takes the running back. Uh, those guys got to come up, and you got to maintain your assignment, or it's always going to be a first down run. Guy gets and nine yards. That's what it is, nine yards, and it's second down, a yard to go. They're going to mark him at the 28-yard line, not the 27. He needs to get to the 27. Spread formation, Heil with Howard in the pistol. Off to the right, ball in the near hash mark. Now Caleb McWilliams moves in motion to the far side, lines up tight end right. And Heil's going to keep it around the right end. He's going to be hit behind the 30 and drop for a five-yard loss. On a great play by that man there, Coogley. You know, and I think we've seen really good quarterbacks the past few weeks that had the ability to beat Roger Bacon by themselves. I don't see that tonight, uh, which is why it's interesting that they're going all in on those read options to stop him versus these big running backs who they've, they've had trouble with. So I'd like to maybe see them shift. A little bit of that focus, maintain that edge. So it's third down, four yards to go after the loss of three, back to the 31-yard line. Going out wide left is Will Severt. Severt out wide to the left. McWilliams lines up tight end right, out of the pistol. Trips out to the left-hand side. Heil looks up the middle. He's going to keep it himself. He's going to be hit at the 30. Gets inside the 30. Breaks a couple of tackles to the 25-yard line. He's got the first down, and he won't go down either. As Roger Bacon looks like they're trying to strip the football away. And, boy, things are getting chippy out on the field right now. Yeah, they looks like the linebacker had him in the backfield. Again, when you're arm tackling, good things usually don't happen. That's and right. That was an example where... He goes from a loss to a first down because you didn't come in disciplined. 
24-yard line is where they'll spot the ball first and 10 for the Pats. They're looking to down by nine to score their second touchdown of the night. They're down 16-7. to seven. Trips out to the far side for the Patriots. And they're going to go option left here. Heil with Butts in the backfield. And Butts gets the handoff. Now Heil keeps it himself right up the middle to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, and he'll take it down to the five-yard line. Boy, that was just an excellent fake, and now the flag is thrown about 40 yards in the air, and it's a hold called against Carroll. Boy, he, that official, the side judge, he wanted to make sure everybody, yeah, he wanted to make sure everybody saw that that flag went in the air. It went about 40 yards into the air. I think they were walking back to the huddle before that flag even went up. Oh, it's a personal personal foul called. Getting chippy out there. So that'll mark it back 15 yards on the personal foul, back outside the 20 to the 21-yard line. So, so what, if I'm Coach Clements and I'm Coach Kathman, the only thing this team's done to do anything tonight is the read option. Uh, a couple of plays you've managed to, to fail to maintain discipline. You know it's coming, that he can't throw. They're not going to run wide on you. Uh, just on straight running plays. You got to you buckle the chin strap and you come in here. You know what you have to do to win this game. So it is now second down, seven yards to go. 4:54 remaining in the first half of action, and it has been a good first half for both of these ball clubs. Coming in on long losing streaks. Heil the quarterback. He's got butts to the left of him. Spread formation. No tight end set up for the Carroll this time. Handoff. Yeah. Goes to Butts. Butts right up the middle, and he's going to be stacked up. Keeps going inside the 20, and he'll be stopped up right at the 20 and dropped there. So a gain of about a yard, maybe two. They'll give him to the 19-yard line, and it'll bring up third down and about two and a half yards to go. It'll be interesting to see how Mike Blau plays the clock here. You, you kick off the second half. You want to give your offense time to maybe put some points on the board before then. Kiner, of course, has been lights out tonight. Um, see if they don't use some timeouts as the clock ticks down to four minutes here. Heil on second down, eight yards to go. Running the option. Now pitches it back on a reverse, and it goes to Severt. Severt is going to take it inside the ten. Looked like he stepped out of bounds at about the three. They're going to say he dove into the pylon and scored the touchdown. Boy, it looked like he stepped out of bounds at the five, Rob, and the official didn't call it, and then he dove to the pylon, knocked it over, and they gave him credit for the score, and it's now 16-13. to 13. Another example where Bacon's defense can make even the most anemic offense look good at moments. That play no exception. They dip into that lead now. Chance to cut it to two, maybe one. Looks like they're going to go for two. Oh, no, they're going to line nope, up and kick it. Right in the ball game, they'll go for the extra point. With 3.50 remaining to go in the half. Ball is down, kick is up by right, and it is good. So 3.50 left to go in this first half of play and your score. It's now Roger Bacon 16, Carroll 14. Substation 2 has been bringing Florence the freshest food at the lowest prices since 1981. You've tried the rest, now come taste the best fresh sliced sub sandwiches anywhere. 
Substation 2 was voted the best sub-sandwich in Northern Kentucky by Northern Kentucky Magazine in 2016. Let Substation 2 cater your next event. Give them a call at 859-371-9490 or come visit them at 7905 Dream Street in Florence. Substation 2, quality at a price you can afford. Joe Hennekes will be our guest at halftime. Rom had the opportunity to talk to him about offensive line play, and that'll be here at halftime from Bron Basevich Stadium. 3.50 remaining to go in this first half of play. It is 16-14 now. Roger Bacon on top of it, and right will kick it off for the Patriots from left to right across your computer screen. Rob has gone down to the field now to do his halftime duties for the Legends Ceremony at halftime. Dropping back set to return is Kuhlman. Wright approaches it, kicks off a low line drive kick that Kuhlman is going to grab one of the up backs and it'll be taken at the 35 to the 40, across the 40, out across the 45. Still moving is Kuhlman across the 45 to the 46 yard line. Carroll is saying there was a fumble on the play and there was and Carroll's got the football. Recovered by Carroll. Carroll recovers the fumble. I'm not sure who kicked, coughed it up, but Carroll's got the football first and 10 at the Roger Bacon 46-yard line. And this last five minutes of this second quarter have not been textbook for the Spartans. 3.41 left to go in this first half of play. 16-14. Bacon on top of it thanks to two long touchdown runs by Corey Kiner, 76 yards and 59 yards. But he's been off the field for the last five minutes because Carroll has been controlling the football. Trips out to the near side. Off to the left is Howard of Heil, and Howard's gonna get the handoff. Off right tackle, inside the 40, to the 35, to the 30, tripped up and down at the 27-yard line. Boy, a big 19-yard run by Howard. Taking it down to, well, they're going to say right at the 28-yard line. And now Roger Bacon will take a timeout to talk what is going on defensively out here on this football field. Which gives us an opportunity to talk to you about the Lucky Turtle, located in Finneytown at 8621 Winton Road behind Brentwood Spirits and Wine, next to Arby's. They've got 23 taps of rotating craft and local beers, 60-plus bourbons, and a large selection of other fine spirits. They've got multiple weekly events, including live music, final night on Tuesdays, and trivia night on Thursdays. And they've got that spacious covered patio to enjoy the outdoors, but you better get out there quick because fall is coming in. They also offer darts, shuffleboard, free video games, and food options from the empanadas to a key, or you can bring your own food in. It's a great place, very accommodating for parties and events. Stop in for a relaxing, no-frills, good time. Owner, Frank Sita, Roger Bacon, class of 1991. That's the Lucky Turtle in Finneytown on Winton Road. 16-14, Roger Bacon on top of it. 3.34 left to go in this first half of action. Heil bringing Carroll up to the line of scrimmage. 
He has got Butts in the backfield with him now, and Butts handoff up the middle. Big man, he spins off a tackle inside the 25, down to the 23-yard line. Boy, Butts is huge, 6'3", 225 pounds, and he is only a junior. But boy, when he hits you, you know you have been hit. So it's second down after a gain of four, and make it six yards to go for the Patriots as Heil comes all the way off to the sideline to get the play from Ben Rooley and then goes back out to the huddle, calls the signals and has Butts lined up to the right of him on the near hash mark. Spread formation, trips out to the far side. Handoff, fake handoff, and keeping it himself is the quarterback Heil. He'll take it down to the 21-yard line for a gain of two. And that will bring up third down and four yards to go for a Patriot first down. Next week, the Spartans will be at Fenwick, and we'll be on the air with the pregame show at 6.40 and the kickoff at 7 o'clock. Join Rob and I then as the regular season winds down. Basketball getting set to begin, and we'll have a majority of the games for Roger Bacon girls and boys basketball for you here on Ultimate Sports Talk. Going out wide to the left-hand side, Will Severt, spread formation. Dropping back Heil. Heil's going to throw it into the end zone, and it's almost intercepted by Jake Speed. And Zuri Edmondson almost got his hands on it also. So it is fourth down and three yards to go as we hit the two-minute mark of the first half, and staying on the field is the offense for Carroll. Ball resting at the 21-yard line. It'll be fourth down and three yards to go. And taking a timeout is Ben Rooley, and he wants to talk things over before they attempt this fourth down play. And coming up at halftime, we'll look at scores, look at stats, and Rob will talk with offensive line coach Joe Henicus. That's all coming up here at halftime from Bronbasevich Stadium. We have had some great great weather throughout the first seven weeks of the high school football season. This being week eight and this one has even been nice even though the temperature starting to turn towards fall. You can tell it. It's getting a little nippy outside but nonetheless it has been great weather for all of the games this season. And the playoffs will begin no, no, no. in three weeks. No, we run him up the middle. We'll run him up the middle. Two minutes to go, left to go in this first half. 16-14 the score. And coming out is Heil on fourth down and three after this timeout. He's got butts in the backfield with him. Spread formation. Tight end right is McWilliams. Heil runs the option to the left-hand side. Got the ball off on the right-hand side to Severt. Severt inside the 15, knocked out of bounds at the 12, and he's going to have the first down after a nine-yard gain. Boy, that was a well-designed reverse. And Severt, running it around to the right-hand side, picks up the first down on the play, and with a minute 52 left to go in the half, it's first and 10 for the Patriots at the 11-yard line of Roger Bacon. And the clock continues to run with a minute 40 left to go. Again out of the pistol. Heil now has Butts in the backfield with him. McWilliams is tied in left. 
Hiles going to keep it himself right up the middle. He's going to be hit and dropped at the 12. Boy, he got stood up and right away he was hit in the backfield by Nate Stark and Chris Coogley came up from that linebacker spot to knock him down. So a loss of a yard and it'll bring up second and about 11 yards to go back at the 12-yard line. Clock running, one minute exactly left to go in the half. Going out wide to the left-hand side is LaJuise. Dropping back Heil. Heil running the option, fakes the option, rolls out to the left. He's going to be hit and dropped. That time Roger Baker did a great job of handling the option. They took away the option man, Butts, and Heil didn't know what to do with it. So he kept it himself, was dropped back at the 13-yard line, a loss of a yard, and it's third down and 12 yards to go now for a Patriot first down with 25 seconds remaining in the half. And they hurry up to the line of scrimmage on third down 12. Heil looking off to the sideline. Clock at 17 seconds. High snap. Heil brings it down. He's going to sling it out to the right-hand side. It is caught and dropped immediately at the 15-yard line. Catch made by Johnny Beering. Six seconds to go. Carroll, with no timeouts left, they're unable to get to the line of scrimmage and clock it, and that's the end of the half. So Roger Bacon, the defense, bent but did not break, and after those two long touchdown runs by Corey Kiner, will go into halftime, leading it by two at 16-14. Corey Kiner in that first half, 11 carries, 160 yards unofficially, and he's got two touchdown runs here to this evening of 59 yards in the first quarter and then 76 yards about halfway through the second quarter of play, and that's why we stand where we do right now with the score of Roger Bacon, 16, and Carroll, 14, here at halftime. And we'll be back with our halftime festivities, stats, stories, interviews, and scores. We'll do all that coming up right after this timeout. Hi, I'm Mike Thornton. And I'm Tom Norris. I'm Tom Kelly. I'm Barney Barnum, and I was privileged to serve as a Marine in the Vietnam War. I'm Tom Hudner, and I was privileged to serve as a Navy fighter pilot in Korea. Thank you for your service to our country. We are so very proud of you. As a fellow combat warrior, I thank you for your service. Both Mike and I know firsthand the challenges of combat, and we're privileged to serve with the Navy SEALs in Vietnam. Like you, I have experienced the challenges of war. Back in the day, they didn't have the services, the resources, and tools that are available today to help the troops and their families to stay mentally strong and to deal with the challenge of adjusting after deployment. The tools and resources are there now. Please, make use of them. Don't hesitate to use them. Be strong and determined. Stay strong and have the courage to seek help. Don't let the enemy you defeated on the battlefield defeat you at all. Someone do something, please. Call 911. Call 911. Call 911. The longest moments, those moments that occur after you call 911 and then finally hear the sirens in the distance. You can fill in those longest moments. You can do something. I was dead. I was dead. I was dead. I was dead. I was dead until someone did something. Most sudden cardiac events are witnessed by friends, family, co-workers, and bystanders. They can help a person continue to live. Is your community or workplace hot safe? I was on my way to the hospital when my heart stopped beating. I was at home. 
I was in church. I was at a basketball game. I was at a nightclub. I was at work when my heart stopped beating. Someone called 911. Someone started CPR. Someone brought an AED. Is your community or workplace heart safe? Someone did something and I'm alive. Dave Mitchell back at Brown Basevich Stadium here tonight where your score here at halftime is 16 to 14. The Roger Bacon Spartans on top of this one here tonight and earlier this evening, Rob, who's down on the field with our Legends ceremony going on right now, had an opportunity to talk with offensive line coach Joe Hennekes. I'm here with Coach Joe Hennekes, Class of 85, Roger Bacon, offensive line coach. Coach, uh, we've talked during the broadcast about the youth of the offensive line. Looks like they might be starting to come along. Can you tell me what progress you've seen them make over the course of the season? Uh, definitely, you know, start of the season, uh, you know, we actually tell it the best story ever is the first day of practice. We uh, had a show of hands. Who, who in the group has ever played in a varsity football game? And there wasn't one hand went up. So uh, we kind of already knew the answer to that question. So uh, going into the season, we knew we were, you know, uh, a little disadvantaged this year, but a lot of great kids got good numbers. Uh, we're starting to see things make sense to them. Um, you know, instead of everything being new and different, and uh, one thing offensive line play, when if you're thinking your feet aren't moving, and we're starting to see feet move a little bit more and a little less thinking, that's that's the uh, – Really the biggest thing and, you know, definitely a little bit more fight, uh, has come out in, uh, several of the guys, um, cause we not only, you know, seven games in, it's kind of hard to say we're young now, uh, because, you know, there's, we would have took anybody with seven, seven games varsity experience, you know, start of the season, but, uh, you know, uh, that inexperience at that level is, is a big difference when you're going against, you know, uh, young men versus, kids that a year ago were uh might have been in eighth grade yeah uh, you know it's a it's a big difference but no we're, we're we're proud of where where we're going uh our whole coaching deal every week is we come together every monday and uh they self-evaluate and i ask the question every monday they know what's coming you know uh, everybody's digested the game before uh and i ask one question and they know the question it's did we get better did we stay the same or get worse and uh, our our philosophy is the only thing that uh, isn't acceptable is staying the same. You know, we we learn from uh, our missteps, our our challenges in life, or where you know where we haven't done our best. You know, that's you learn from that stuff, and you got to move forward. That's all I tell them every week. We got to move forward, even if it's a small little incremental move. You know, uh, every week we get better, and uh, that's that's all we can ask of. Uh, we've uh, seen what you could do with uh, a couple years with a player, like with Clark Wilhoy, who you took from a, a novice to a, a Division One player. Uh, tell me uh, what the future looks like as, as you think about working with these young kids. The uh, it's exciting. Uh, there's a whole there's a whole group of sophomores you haven't even seen on Friday night that we can't wait to get into the mix that are you know really we feel like are one year in the weight room. Uh, you know the quality reps they're getting at reserve right now along with, you know, some dedication in the weight room. And they all showed that from their freshman to their sophomore year. We just need one more. Uh, but we're excited about where we're going to go. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, when we get, you know, 
uh, past this little bit of inexperience, uh, we're, we're real excited because we, uh, we, we know we got some, some good kids that, that will play good football for us. All right, Coach, thanks. Good luck tonight. Thank you. Well, every coach wants their team to get back into the weight room, and that's exactly what you heard offensive line coach Joe Hennekes talk about. He likes to get his, wants to get his football team back into the weight room, and that can only happen for the majority of the time at the end of the regular season, which has only got two more weeks to go after this one. You've got a road game, the final road game of the year, coming up next week at Fenwick, and then the final home game in two weeks, and that will be senior night against Marion Purcell. But right now, the Spartans have this one to worry about. They are up on the scoreboard, 16-14 over the Carroll Patriots, and that gives us an opportunity right now to take a look at some of the scores going on around the area and right now we've got a halftime score of Alter defeating Baden by a score of 14 to nothing. Anderson is beating Turpin tonight at half 30 to 16. Elsewhere around the area St. Xavier is beating Clarkson out of Mississauga, California and I know I completely butchered that name. 37 to nothing. Xavier on top of that one. In the first quarter Princeton in a nothing-nothing ball game against the Mason Comets. Elsewhere in the area, LaSalle is beating Akron St. Vincent St. Mary at the half, 10 to nothing. Moeller over St. Ignatius by the score of 23 to 13. And that is the extent of the scores that we have here this evening. And don't forget tomorrow, we've got Mount St. Joseph football for you on Ultimate Sports Talk. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 1 o'clock, Blake Watson and I. And we'll have the kickoff at 1.30 as the St. Joseph Lions take on Earlham. That will be tomorrow afternoon at 1.30 from Schuler Field on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Right now, your score here tonight on Friday Night Football, it's 16-14. Roger Bacon on top of Carroll. We'll be back with more here at halftime. We'll do that right at timeout. Every 30 minutes, another innocent person is killed due to a drunk driver. My best friend. My brother. My poor grandchild. My sister. My father. My husband. My mom. <laughs> my mommy. Well, Stop these tragedies before they happen. Don't drink and drive. The Major League Baseball playoffs are right around the corner. The Cleveland Indians are attempting to go one step further than last year, while the Cincinnati Reds work to get where the Indians are. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Mark Donahue and I every Monday night at 9 o'clock for the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Mark and I will discuss both teams and the stories around the games. Join us Monday nights at 9 p.m. for the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show or anytime on iTunes or archived on UltimateSportsTalk.com. And, of course, you can listen to this ball game again if you want to on after tonight's broadcast. They're normally up about an hour after the broadcast is over. You can either catch it on the website or on iTunes, so be sure to catch it then. And thanks to all of our sponsors tonight for helping us bring this football game to you. Right now it's a good one. Roger Bacon on top of it by two points, 16-14 to 14 here at halftime, led mainly by two touchdown runs by Corey Kiner tonight. Right now, unofficially, he's got 11 carries here this evening for 160 yards. He had started out with a three-yard run, and then the very second time he caught the 
touched the football. He ran it 59 yards for a score, and that made the score 7 to nothing. Roger Bacon on top of it as Bird added the extra point. But then Kiner kind of went into a lull, and eventually he busted another one for 76 yards, and that's why he's got the 11 carries tonight for 160 yards and two touchdowns. Luke Bird has also added a 32-yard field goal here this evening, and that's why Roger Bacon has the 16 points. But Carroll intercepted a pass at the Roger Bacon two-yard line, ran it in, made things close, and then they scored another touchdown late in the first half to make it 16-14. They had an opportunity to actually take the lead at halftime, but were unable to get the football in the end zone, and they ran out of time as they ended up using all of their timeouts prior to trying to get the final playoff. And Rob, as you were down there and you you saw the plays unfold down towards the Roger Bacon, it really wasn't the Spartans' defense that stopped Carroll. It was the time just ran out on them. Yeah, you know, which is interesting because they were doing a good job of kind of managing that drive until the very end. You know, they burned some timeouts early. You know, one of them coming out of a quarter earlier could have used it there, tried to hurry up and get it to Bacon's advantage. Uh, they ran out of time. But, you know, interestingly enough here in the second half, we need Bacon to see some sustained drives that actually put points on the board, keep that offense off the field, which they've struggled to stop, uh, and give the defense a break. Yeah, that's the one thing. I mean, in that second quarter, I don't know what the time of possession was, and hopefully we'll get some stats here toward, towards the end of halftime, uh, official stats. But when you look at the time of possession in that second quarter, it had to be predominantly to Carroll. Yeah, so Roger Bacon's two touchdown drives uh, probably were maybe a minute each. You know, we had three plays, and then, you know, Kiner breaks a big 76-yarder. Otherwise, uh, minus the one that um, they came down and didn't get points on, they haven't really had a sustained drive with much success. Shot themselves in the foot a little bit. You know, the pick six, uh, a couple poor decisions by Mr. Bullock that that led the turnovers, but... um, It'll be interesting to see in the second half if they can sustain those again. I think the key to this game is to be able to put a big drive together uh, to suck some wind out of that defense. And Ben Ruley in, in the locker room here at halftime for Carroll, he's got to be looking at his team and saying, hey, guys, for the first time since week one, we're in the locker room talking to you about the opportunity to win a football game. They've got to be ready for this. Yeah, I mean, they're approaching their total season points Yeah, at this point, right? They're not far off in just the first half with 14. Uh, so, again, that, that's a confidence builder. We stated earlier Roger Bacon was going to have to go out and win this game. It wasn't going to be handed to them, no matter who they have on their side of the ball. Uh, and that's, that's proven to be true. But, you know, like you said, Roger Bacon has got to do something offensively to keep their defense off the field. Mainly because just you've got to give them an opportunity to get a breather. To get a breather and regroup and, and also to give your offense a chance to, to continue to grow and build momentum. You can't be the offense that if they can't score an 80-yard touchdown, you don't score. Right? The key to football is to be able to sustain drives and have some balance. Uh, they haven't really had much balance tonight. It's been all Corey Kiner. We know Tyler Bullock's a good quarterback who's growing up a little bit. We know he has good receivers. He's made some questionable throws tonight. Even some of the ones he completed looked like they were maybe not the best decisions. Uh, we need to see him take a step forward. Again, the defense, we we stated, we know what their Carroll offense is going to do. They're going to run the read option. Bacon's going to have to stop that to win the game. Uh, giving a chance to get a breather helps, but at some point it still comes back to the fact that you got to go out and make stops. You know, and having the opportunity to, to 
prepare for the pregame show over this week, I was thinking about Bullock and all the times, and, and you've, men- you've mentioned this, we just haven't explored it, how many times he's actually seen a third and long. And with the amount of times that he's seen it, and he'll probably look at the game films in the offseason and see it again and see what it is that he needs to do to improve, there probably isn't going to be a third and long in his junior and senior year that he will not know what to do in that situation. Yeah, and he's really a gunslinger in that Brett Favre, Ben Roethlisberger mentality. Uh, He's not a kid, to his credit, who worries about the last play. Uh, you know, he shook that pick six off pretty quickly. In fact, the next throw he completed was a risky throw mm-hmm. to Zach Kappel on the outside that anybody who's gun shy doesn't make. Uh, but he does tend to rush things a little bit. He's a little bit too anxious sometimes to kind of make that first read. If it's not there, maybe take off or try to spin or do something a little too Roethlisberger-esque. Uh, I would like to see him calm down just a little bit, go through read progressions, uh, understand how to read the defense a little bit better. Uh, some of those plays he makes, his arm strength is, is why it's complete, not because he made the correct read. But that's youth, too, Rob. I mean, when you look at it, yeah, he's in a hurry to get something done. He's in a hurry to get something accomplished. And the more that the game slows down for him, the more he'll look at it and, and see what he's doing wrong and improve on it. Well, you you hope. You know, that that's the advantage of coming to Roger Bacon for a lot of these kids is, you know, Tyler Bullock's a sophomore quarterback getting valuable varsity experience. This offensive line or our freshmen and sophomores getting valuable varsity experience that you grow up. You know, the more snaps he gets in a GCL schedule, the slower this game will be for Tyler Bullock. You know, I almost called you the other night and asked for a prescription for depression because the Indians got beat by the Yankees. They had a great season, though. <laughs> they did that. Oh, here's our stats. We'll come back and we'll give you the stats. We're about... Just a few minutes away from the kickoff here at the second half. Rob and I will be back to take a look at the first half stats. We'll do that after this timeout. If you served honorably in our nation's armed forces and you're looking for a way to continue serving your fellow veterans and your community, then join AMVETS. Each year, AMVETS members volunteer millions of hours at VA healthcare facilities from coast to coast, helping to improve the lives of their fellow veterans through the VA Voluntary Services Program. AMVETS posts and departments also participate in a wide variety of community service projects, ranging from Americanism in our schools to supporting the Special Olympics and Boy Scouts of America. Even if you no longer wear the uniform today, you can still serve through the AMVETS by joining today at AMVETS.org. Did you know that scoliosis is a curvature of the spine that affects more than 6 million Americans? With no known cause, it most often turns up during adolescence. Early detection is key to successful treatment. That's why Shriners Hospitals for Children is reminding parents to have their kids' spines checked every year. Download our free Spine Screen app and do a quick check at home today. Dave Mitchell, Rob Rickenbaugh back here at Brombasevich Stadium. And we talked about the time of possession, Rob, just a little bit ago. Well, here it is. Time of possession for Carroll, 16 minutes and 17 seconds throughout that first half. And for Roger Bacon, 7 minutes, 43 seconds. It's double. Yeah, what... What Roger Bacon has been most of the season is a home run offense. You know, you talked about your Indians. Uh, you can't go out to a baseball game and only hit home runs, right? At some point, you got to piece together some plays to put a, a single out there and then bring that guy around. The issue we have tonight, and we've seen a couple times, that, you know, Roger Bacon wants to hit home runs. They've not been able to sustain drives and punch it into the end zone. Uh, what happens is that time of possession for Carroll grows. Your ability to get out there and try to take shots at home runs starts to shrink. 
That's why you find yourself in a two-point ball game. The rest of the stats, well, you've got a 16-14 lead right now for Roger Bacon. First downs, Carroll has eight compared to just five for Roger Bacon. As far as rushing is concerned, well, thanks to Corey Kiner, you've got 14 carries tonight on the night for the Spartans for 161 yards as a team. And as far as Carroll is concerned, they've got 19 carries for 97 yards. Passing yards, 75 for Carroll to just 29 for Roger Bacon. Passing-wise, 7 of 11 for Carroll, 3 of 7 and 1 interception for Roger Bacon, and that 1 interception has what's got Carroll within 2 points here at the half. So in total offense, 172 yards of total O for Carroll, 190 for Roger Bacon. Why is that? Because Corey Kiner has got 12 carries officially for 162 yards on the ground. Evan Howard has carried the ball 7 times for just 32 yards tonight for Carroll. So, as you said, we know exactly what Roger Bacon has to do defensively to stop that read option. Now you know exactly what Carroll has to do in order to stop Roger Bacon, and that's keep big plays away from Corey Kiner. They're going to come out with eight guys in the box, as every team has done all season. Uh, that's the not a difficult adjustment to make when you put up 160 yards on 12 carries in the first half. Uh, it comes back to Bullock, right? It's this offense putting him in a situation where he can succeed. Third and 12, third and 15, third and nine is where they've had problems, especially with the young offensive line. They need to mix it up a little bit, take advantage. You know, if he reads the defense well on plays when those defensive backs are cheating, you've got some lengthy, quick receivers you can hit. Uh, when they drop back, much like last week when Shamanad uh, did, you go underneath to... Zuri Edmondson or Zach Kappel to see if you can't take advantage of some of those those small plays. Rob, we never talk about the captains getting together at the end of the half because it's, it's just normally non-existent to what happens in the football game. But while you were talking, I was watching the head referee talk to both captains from Roger Bacon and Carroll, and I know exactly what he was telling them. Stop the chippiness in the second half. He kept them longer out at midfield to explain to them exactly what he saw on both sides and how he didn't want any more of that in the second half of play. And as far as I'm, that's good officiating. It is, uh, to get ahead of the, the curve a little bit. Um, but it's it's a GCL game, right? That's a Catholic league. Uh, you don't want that kind of stuff to take place in these games. Uh, we've had some ugly situations uh, with a school I won't mention uh, going back to a couple years ago that led to that game being moved to a, an afternoon setting uh, because of some not only what happened on the field but what carried over after the field. The GCL is no place for that. It's good to see uh, these refs get out there and say, hey, we're going to have a really good half. We're going to shake hands afterward. Uh, you guys are student athletes first. Uh, we're not going to have the BS that occurs in some of those public school games. All right, let's take a look at the scores now as we get an opportunity here before the end of the half and the second half kickoff. Alter is leading Baden 14 to nothing tonight. Anderson over Turpin by a score of 30 to 16. LaSalle is beating Akron St. Vincent St. Mary 10 to 2 in the third quarter of that game. Elsewhere, it is St. Xavier over Clarkson 37 to nothing. And Princeton and Mason in a nothing nothing score. St. Ignatius over Moeller 25-23, and Winton Woods and Elder at the half are tied up at 14-14 in their ballgame. 
Winton Woods beat LaSalle a couple weeks ago. Very athletic. Always got athletes. Winton Woods always has kids. Uh, looks like they're really well coached this year. Elder coming off a big win against Moeller last week. Uh, had with their hands full tonight against Winton Woods. Well, coming into the ball game, we talked about the scoring comparisons for Carroll, averaging just under seven points per ball game. They scored 48 all season long. They've got 14 here in the first half, so they've doubled their their offensive scoring output per game. Meanwhile, Roger Bacon, 22 points per game coming into this one, and they've got 16. So both teams have pretty much stayed right on par to what it was that they're doing. Although Carroll's got about seven points extra, but. Roger Bacon right now is where they expected to be, and that is leading this football game at the half. Yeah, and the, the pick six, really the difference here, you know, Bacon's got a little more comfortable lead, if not for that mistake. You know, these coaches for both sides script out that first half pretty tight. They kind of know what they want to run and, and what they practiced all week. The second half is where the adjustments are made. Whoever has taken the time to really kind of sink into those and has made the better strategic move is probably going to be who comes out with this game. Jacob Heil is dropping back the quarterback to run back this kickoff along with Howard. Heil goes out on the right side and Howard goes to the left-hand side as Roger Bacon will kick it off to start the second half of play. Carroll won the opening coin toss before tonight's ball game and they deferred so they'll get the football to start this second half and makes Ben Ruley look like a genius because right now they're just down by two points to start this second half of play. Dave Mitchell, Rob Rickenbaugh here at Ron Basevich Stadium bringing you this one here tonight. And there are two weeks left to go in the regular season after tonight at Fenwick next week. And then coming up, the final game senior night against Purcell in two weeks. Kickoff by Bird. And it'll be bobbled into the end zone, and it will go into the end zone for a touchback. So it'll be first down and 10 for Carroll at their own 20-yard line. Long field for Carroll here. Uh, you know, Bacon's got to stop that read option. Let this quarterback try to beat you with his arm. You, you can't get beat on the ground in the second half. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this may be the worst starting field position that Carroll has had all night. I think it has. 20. Yeah. So they'll get it first and 10 at their own 20-yard line as we begin the second half of play. 16-14, Roger Bacon on top of it. Coming out wide to the left-hand side is Severed. Butts goes out wide to the right-hand side. In the backfield is Howard behind Heil, and Howard's going to get the handoff right up the middle, and he's going to be stacked up and stopped right at the 20-yard line for no gain. Second and ten. You know, and all season we've been together, Dave. Roger Bacon's done a great job inside on those just straight handoffs. Uh, it's anything on the edge where they've struggled to kind of maintain their assignments. So it's second down, ten yards to go. Long, long huddle by Carroll after that play. As I look at the back judge, seeing when he puts his hand up in the air. Heil Read look, option. looking for that also. He's got Howard to the left of him. Dropping back is Heil. He's looking over the middle, and it is caught on the play by Severt at the 45 out to midfield and drugged down on the play by Jake Speed inside Roger Bacon territory, brought down at the 48-yard line. Was it Ryan Blout on coverage there? Gave him the inside. 33-yard completion. That was the best throw I've seen Heil throw all night. I don't even care if it's warm-ups. 
Boy, he put that ball right on the money. And Severt collected it in, into Roger Bacon territory, first and ten at the Spartans' 48-yard line. Well, you know, the problem there is you've got eight men in the box, three-man coverage, nobody over the top to stop that. Heil with Butts in the backfield now. Hand off to Butts up the middle, inside the... 48-yard line down to the 46 for a gain of two. That time, Roger Bacon wrapped him up around the legs and brought him right down. Yeah, and, you know, the 33-yard completion or not, that's the first real successful pass play we've seen them make. I will take my chances with that all night. They've got to stop the run. 10-25 and running left to go in the third quarter. at 16-14, Spartans on top of the Patriots. Pats. As we've said all night long, they huddle up after every play, and it's odd. You know, growing up, that used to be what every team did, but anymore, the way teams just go to the line of scrimmage and bark out the signals, it's odd to see a team huddle up. McWilliams moves in motion to the right-hand side, trips to the near side. Fake hand off the butts. Heil rolls out. He's going to throw it over the middle. It is complete to Severt. Severt takes it across the 30 to the 25, and he's run out of bounds at the 22-yard line on the play. 24-yard completion and another first down. And It looks like Rob Carroll is taking the challenge of going ahead and throwing the football against that eight-man front. That's exactly right. It's a smart adjustment by the head coach. Bacon's bringing eight. They're sneaking guys, crossing routes right behind those linebackers, wide open all day, no safety help, uh, easy pitch and catch. So it's first and ten for the Patriots at the 22-yard line of the Spartans. Fake handoff. Hiles going to run it around the left-hand side on the option. Cuts it inside the 25 to the 20. Side steps a tackle and is immediately brought down by Jake Speed and bent backwards on his knees at the 18-yard line after a gain of four. Boy, Speed didn't hit him that hard, but it was just awkward the way that Heil got hit and bent backwards. It took a second to get up there, which uh, good to see him up and back at him okay. But... Again, Mike Ryan Blau came up, lost. You know, you, you can't come flying up to make that tackle. you got to break it down and, and wrap him up. Heil, looking out, he's got trips to the right-hand side. McWilliams tied in left, ball in the near hash mark. Heil drops back, looks upfield. He's going to throw the ball into the end zone. He's got a receiver, and it is knocked away and incomplete. Nice play by Amir Muhammad on the play, knocking the pass away from Will Severt. Muhammad at 6-1, a big corner, got a few inches on that receiver. Looked like he almost batted it back to him, uh, and he caught it on the rebound, but the uh, ball hits the turf. Uh, third and six, let's see if we can get a stop. 8.41 remaining in the third quarter. 16-14, Spartans on top of it. Ball at the 19-yard line of the Spartans on third and six. Severt goes out wide to the right-hand side. La Janice, slot right. Again, no safety help over on that wide side. Moving in motion from the right side to the left-hand side is Butts dropping back Heil. Heil throws it over the middle, and it is complete. Over the middle at the nine-yard line, and he's close to a first down. Severt with the catch, and that's going to be a first down. They've got enough on the ball to get the first down, and it's first and goal now for the Patriots at the nine-yard line of Roger Bacon. And it looks like they're going to be content to, to kind of march it down the field with those short, intermediate routes that Bacon's giving up because of this defensive alignment. And again, Carroll 
taking a lot of time in between each play as they huddle up. Keep Kiner off the field. 8-10 remaining to go in this third quarter. They've had the ball since the opening kickoff. McWilliams moves in motion to the left-hand side. Hiles going to keep it off right tackle to the 5. He's going to be brought down at the 3, stacked up. And he's not brought down yet, but finally the officials blow their whistle and say he's down. Six-yard gain for Jacob Heil, and it's second down and goal to go from the Spartan three. It looks like Nate Stark had him about the five and threw a shoulder at him without wrapping him up, and uh, he's able to go forward for a few more yards. Ebert back into the ball game now. La Juice will leave with seven and a half minutes remaining. This drive... They already had a double amount of time of possession in the first half, and they've run off four and a half minutes on this drive. 16-14, Bacon on top of it. McWilliams moves in motion and lines up tight end left. Ball in the far hash mark. Heil hands it off to Butts. Straight up the middle. He's going to take it into the end zone for the score, and Carroll has their first lead of the night at 20-16. to Butts just took it right up the middle for the touchdown. Yeah, the, the Bacon defensive line just blown open on that one. You or I could have walked through that hole. Maybe you. And uh, <laughs> picked the touchdown up. But again, you know, what's interesting is they're burned down the field on intermediate passing routes to kind of commit to the run, and they end up scoring on a short run. Wright will come in to attempt the extra point. Carroll on top of it by 4, 20-16, their first lead of the night. And the kick is up, and it is good. 7.07 left to go in the third quarter. Your score. It's now Carroll 21, Roger Bacon 16. You want to advance your career through education, but you don't want to disrupt family commitments or a busy work schedule. Mount St. Joseph University can help. The Mounts School of Business offers a Master's of Science degree in organizational leadership with face-to-face classes every third Saturday. The MSOL program is a multidisciplinary master's program that focuses on values-based leadership, helping you develop professional knowledge and skills with courses in organizational leadership and business. Learn more at msj.edu slash msol. Well, Carroll won their first ball game of the year against Stebbins, and this is the first time that they have had the lead, Rob, since the first weekend on August 25th against Stebbins when they won that game 25-12. You know, Bacon, as we said, Bacon's defense has a little habit of making teams look really good. Uh, and, you know, this team, you would never guess they've been shut out the past few weeks uh, with how they've looked against this defense tonight. And Wright just squibs it up the middle. Noah Miller, one of the upbacks, will just drop to a knee and corral that football in at the Roger Bacon 34-yard line. So the Spartans have it in their own territory at the 34 down for the first time tonight at 21-16. Opportunity to keep it away from Coleman and Kiner. Rob, that drive almost took five minutes. Just kept the ball and methodically moved it down the field. First and ten. Kiner right up the middle to the 45 and he'll take it out near the 45 to the 44-yard line. Gain of about ten on the play. We need to answer that drive. We need to do a sustained drive that picks up a touchdown. Variety of plays. Utilize these weapons. Spread the ball around. And finish it off for a touchdown. First and ten. They'll give him ten yards on the carry out to the 45-yard line. Still in Spartans territory. Bullock 
Drops back. He's going to throw it out to the left, and it is incomplete. Boy, almost corralled in by Zuri Edmondson, but Edmondson, I think, was looking upfield, expecting to be hit before he ever caught the ball and dropped it. He had some real estate, but, you know, the interesting rule, rule number one for receivers, you go to the ball, you don't move away from it. He was drifting backwards, loses focus, drops the ball. 6.47 remaining in the third quarter. 21-16, now Carroll on top of it. Spread formation, Kiner to the right of Bullock. Kiner's going to take the handoff, cuts inside a tackler. He's going to be hit at the 42, though, and dropped for a three-yard loss. He just could not get away from the interior lineman, Sam Lansawangan. And, you know, Edmondson's drop now looks even worse because we're in a third and ten. Uh, putting Bullock in a tough situation again. So it's third down, 13 yards to go. Bullock rolls out to the right, passing situation. He's going to throw it into the flat, and it is incomplete. He had two receivers in the same area, Jake Speed and also Zuri Edmondson. It was over the head of Speed and short on Edmondson, so it's incomplete, and three and out. Four, now check it, four and out for the Spartans. And I actually love the look of rolling Bullock out, especially since coverage has been spotty on those third and long. You hear that early... So it is fourth down, and Bird will come in and punt the football away, and he'll get a nice roll that'll bounce inside the 25 to the 23-yard line. So that is where Carroll will pick it up first and 10 at their own 24 they're going to mark him right at about the 23-yard line is where they've got him spotted. And big moment here for Bacon. You know, they put together almost a six-minute drive. There's six minutes left. If Carroll could somehow drive this ball down and score, burning another six minutes off, it would be hard for Bacon to get back into this. 21-16, 6.03 left to go. So just look at that, Rob. I mean... Four minutes, 55 seconds was the drive that Carroll had on their initial drive. As Heil is going to roll out to the left-hand side. He's got a lot of green across the 25 to the 30, 35 to the 40, and he's going to be spun out of bounds at the 44-yard line. 18 yards on the carry and a first down for Carroll. But the point I was trying to make, four minutes, 55 seconds on the initial drive that Carroll had unofficially. And for... Roger Bacon, they had just a drive of a minute, and they picked up a first down in that minute. Well, it looks like we got a hold that's going to take it back, but on that play, James Thompson, again, the young kid, takes the wrong angle. He goes a little bit wider. He's got that quarterback. He goes a little bit too far inside initially, never has a chance to catch up. So the holding will negate the 18-yard run and knock them back. Carroll back inside their own 15 to the 13-yard line. So that's going to bring up a long first down. And they need to get the football out to about the 20, the 33-yard line. And they're at the 13, so it's first and 20. Sever goes out wide to the right-hand side. McWilliams lines up tight end left. And again, that slot, he's got a, maybe a 20-yard cushion. Fake handoff. Hiles oh. going to throw it up the middle. He's got McWilliams wide open at the 40. And he's chased down by Jake Speed at the 45-yard line. Wow. Check at Kuhlman on the tackle at the 41-yard line and a first down. 28 yards on the reception. Yeah, corner completely bit on the play action. Uh, that ball never had a chance. McWilliams, he 
They haven't thrown at him all night long. He's just basically his only job has been moved from one side to the other on the line. Well, that time he released and went out and was wide open. I think it was Muhammad who bit. You got eight guys in the box. You don't need to, to fall for the play action. Heil on first and ten from the 46. Handoff up the middle. It goes to Butts, and Butts will take it out near midfield after a gain of three. Second so down, seven yards to go. And it will bring up second and seven with five minutes exactly left to go in the third quarter. The clock ticks. Carroll content to take their time, run this clock down. Again, there's no better defense for that than to keep Kiner on the sideline. Severt goes out wide to the right-hand side. Dual receivers. Now McWilliams moves in motion, lines up slot left. Heil, handoff to Butts, right up the middle into Roger Bacon territory to the 45 and down to the 42. That's a gain of eight on the carry, and it will be a first down for Carroll. He needed seven, he got eight. And they've adjusted a little bit. They put a safety back, moved their traditional 4-3, but now are having issues kind of maintaining the line of scrimmage. Right now you have got a team in Carroll that has been desperate for a win over the last six weeks, and you have given them the opportunity to pull one out, and they are like a dog with a bone. Heil with Butts to his left. McWilliams moves in motion to the left-hand side, now sets up. Hand off to Butts right up the middle. He'll be hit at the line and dropped at the 43. Stopped right at the line of scrimmage for no gain, second and ten. 4-0-1 left to go in the third. You know, and I, I talked to Coach Hennekes before the game, and one of the things he said was that at some point this season, Roger Bacon's going to have to go take the game. Uh, they're going to come out and be physical, and if there's a win out there to be had, they're going to have to go get it. This is a moment where they're going to have to step up and do just that. Spread formation. Heil out of the pistol. And he's got Howard to the left of him. He's in the ballgame for Butts. And now the side judge whistles for a timeout. And it will be a timeout taken by Roger Bacon. 3.27 left to go in the third. Your score. It's Carroll 21, Roger Bacon 16. ...is a business issue. Here's how. When babies and young children grow up with plenty of positive, high-quality learning experiences, they're much more likely to become productive, contributing members of society. That's important to the business world, which depends on skilled and educated employees to succeed. For more about the business connection, go to bestbeginningsalaska.org. Early learning, it's everybody's business. This message brought to you by Best Beginnings and this station. Learning is a business issue. Here's how. left to go in this third quarter. And it's a five-point Carroll lead, but they have had the football, Rob, for all but basically 55 seconds of this third period. Yeah, this is a big play. Uh, You know, Joe Clement saw something he didn't like in the offensive formation. Uh, He knows he's got to get a stop and get the ball turned over in this third quarter so uh, we can get some points. Trips out to the far side. Now Howard shifts positions and goes to the left-hand side of Heil from the right out of the pistol. Hand off to Howard. 
Hiles going to keep it himself. He's going to be hit behind the line by Thompson and dropped back to the 47-yard line. There's a play where James Thompson is in the right spot. Unlike the play earlier, able to bring him down for a loss. Third down and long. Pressure is going to be on these corners. Uh, They've had a lot of trouble containing these receivers on those deep slants this whole half. Big play right here for Roger Bacon. Well, so far in this ballgame, the start of the game has been Heil. And Heil has got third down and 13, staring him right in the face. Ball at the Roger Bacon 47-yard line. They move Howard out of the backfield in motion to the right. Heil drops back, throws over the middle, complete on a slam in. And it is complete to Lajewice. And Lajewice is going to be hit at the 40 and drop right there. Gain of eight. And it will be fourth down at the 40. And it'll be fourth and six. And Carroll brings in, it looks like they're punting in it. So they'll play field position here as they bring in their punter, Johnny Bearing. You know, Zach Witten transferred from Moeller because he's a little undersized and wanted an opportunity to play. Coach Kathman, a former linebacker, has really kind of taken him under his wing and made him a really good player. Has had a great time here at Roger Bacon. Good to see him make a big play. Bearing the left-footed kicker, kicks it away. Kuhlman calls for the fair catch at his 14-yard line, and that is where he will grab it after the 26-yard punt. Roger Bacon has it first and 10 at their own 14-yard line. The Lucky Turtle located in Finneytown at 8621 Winton Road behind Brentwood Spirits and Wine and next to Arby's has 23 taps of rotating craft and local beers. Multiple weekly events including live music, vinyl night on Tuesdays and trivia on Thursdays, darts, shuffleboard, free video games and food options from the empanadas to the Aki. It's a great place and very accommodating. Stop in. That's their own by Frank Sita, Roger Bacon, class of 1991. Lucky Turtle, located on Finneytown on Winton Road. Bullock, handoff to Kiner. Kiner around the right side, drops all the way back to the 10, now spins forward and gets hit at the 12. After he lost two yards, he gets hit and dropped at the 12-yard line. It'll bring up second and 12. You don't do Corey a whole lot of favors when you run him to the weak side. Uh, Doesn't have as much chance to kind of take advantage of that speed to the edge. At some point here, though, Bullock's going to have to make a play. 120 and running left to go in this third quarter. Five-point Carroll lead. Kiner to the left of Bullock. Fake handoff. Bullock is going to look up the left-hand side. He's got Coleman out there. He's got it at the 50. To the 45-40, and he's going to go. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. How's that for timing? (laughs) 86-yard touchdown pass to Coleman. And the Spartans have taken a one-point lead at 22-21 to with a minute two remaining to go in the third quarter. You see there, Dave, you ask for him to make a play, and he he throws a complete 86-yard strike to Kuhlman. Again, that that was a matchup they've had all night. He had time to do it. Two-point conversion try here. Let's see if we can punch it in. Bullock with an empty backfield. Out of the shotgun. He's got receivers out wide on both sides. Kiner is lined up at a wing on the right-hand side. Edmondson moves in motion to the near side. Bullock's going to roll out to his right after the snap. Looking into the end zone. Tries to outrun a tackler. He's going to take it in himself. He's going to be hit at the one and drop. 
He tried to get ahead of steam and take it into the end zone, and he couldn't do it. And now Bullock is down on the goal line. He may have really taken a shot. And the officials are taking a look at him, and they're whistling for the trainers to come in. Bullock really took a shot when he was trying to take that ball into the end zone. And that, that's saying a lot. You know, Bullock's a big kid. Oh, he's uh, huge. Big hit there, but uh, let's hope he bounces up. We need him for the fourth quarter. He is a six foot, two hundred thirty-five pounder, and he is down in the end zone. He is moving, so that that's good news. But they're are looking at him, and boy, the way this is looking, Rob, I would say he may not be coming back in in that fourth quarter. Well, he's a tough kid. Let's see if it, maybe it's not just a little sing or something. He doesn't bounce up and uh, continue to play. So we've got a minute two left to go. The two-point conversion is no good. Roger Bacon with a one-point lead, 22-21. We will be right back. I was at a friend's birthday party but texted my mom to pick me up early. I wasn't feeling well. That was Friday night. By Monday morning, I was in the ER and said my last words for the next five weeks. Maddie was a healthy 12-year-old athlete, so we were shocked how quickly she declined. Her medical team took extreme measures to save her life and get her healthy again. Maddie has an athlete spirit, and thanks to her diligence in rehab, she rejoined her class in 8th grade. I was determined to get back to school and rejoin my teams. Sports taught me what it takes to stay in the game, and that to me is winning. We had no idea flu could be so serious, but the great news is it's preventable. Yearly flu vaccinations for the whole family help us all stay in the game. And now every birthday reminds us of how grateful we are to be in the winner's circle. Protect yourself and your family from the flu. Visit FamiliesFightingFlu.org. 22-21, Roger Bacon on top of it with a minute two left to go in this third quarter. And that applause you hear is Tyler Bullock getting up and walking off under his own power to the other side of the field to his own bench, which gives us an opportunity to check out some scores. Mason over Princeton tonight in the third quarter, 14 to nothing. Anderson over Turpin, 44-16 in the third quarter. Alter is beating Baden, 21 to nothing. Moeller over St. Ignatius, 23 to 13. LaSalle beating Akron St. Vincent St. Mary, 17 to 2, and that is in the third quarter. And Xavier over Clarkson, 37 to nothing. That's in the third quarter also. And we've got Winton Woods losing to Elder now with 3.11 left to go in the third quarter. 21 to 14. That's a recap of the scores here tonight. This game tonight, Rob, you've kind of pegged the whole pegged it the whole night. It's been the slow, methodical offense for Carroll against the high-powered offense for Roger Bacon here this evening. Right, you know, so we, we have a minute left in the quarter. Uh, at some point, uh, you know, Bacon's going to have to continue to get a stop here, but the good part about the lead is you put some pressure on them to, to have to move a little quicker. Bird, short kickoff. It'll be taken in by Howard at the 32 after the 35, and he's run out of bounds at the 37-yard line. So it's first and 10 for Carroll at their own 37-yard line. and Carroll now down on the scoreboard by one point, 22-21. And the question is, will Bullock be back? Uh, I was just going to say, you know, the big question is whether or not he can return. The defense may have to win this, uh, which had we started the game saying we'd be in a position they had to win the game based on the past five weeks, 
it wouldn't look good. Well, and Kobe Taylor is the backup quarterback, but is he even here tonight? We haven't seen him out on the field yet. McWilliams moves in motion for Carroll as they have the football at their their own hash mark. Heil is going to keep it around the right-hand side, and Heil is going to be run out of bounds at the 37. No flag called, and there is a man down for the Spartans, but now there is the flag, and now it is a hold called against Carroll. And this is really a gut check for this defense. They're going to have to make plays. So Mike Blatt will accept the penalty and knock them back 10 yards. That was no gain on that first down play, but he'll accept the penalty and take it back to the 26 with 50 seconds and running left to go in the third. It's an interesting uh, job by the officiating crew there to have the clock running while they're marking off the penalty. Yeah, and some of the slowest calls I've seen made in a long time. Play well over before those flags come out. McWilliams shifts over to tight end. Right Heil's going to run out to the right-hand side. He's looking upfield. He's got a receiver out there, and it is caught out near the midfield stripe. Catch made by Donovan Lajouise. Lajouise with it at the 50, making the 49-yard line of Roger Bacon. Another first down. Boy, when they have needed a big pass play, Rob, they've got it. Yeah, Jake Speed, the safety, was slow to get over there. Uh, He dropped it right in there for the first down. 12 seconds, now 10 seconds, and that's going to do it. Carroll's going to go off to the side. That'll do it for the third quarter of play here from Braun Basevich Stadium in Cincinnati, Ohio. And your score at the end of three, it is now Roger Bacon 22 and Carroll 21. Are you a small business owner that wants more customers? Of course. What business wouldn't? I'm Dave Mitchell. What if I told you I could help you increase your customer base, possibly 2,000%? You'd wonder how, right? OneCom Media can give you all the details. We can show you how to increase your customer base and give you a great return on your investment for your website. This means more customers, more business, and more money in your pocket. Get more details by calling me at OneCom Media. The number is 513-268-2799. Increase your customers with OneCom Media, 513-268-2799. Well, as we head into this fourth quarter of play, it is 22-21 the score. And the question is, Rob, we've been discussing this during the break. If Bullock cannot come in, I haven't seen Taylor here tonight, and who's the backup? Well, Jeremiah Flowers was taking the second team reps uh, during warm-ups. A very capable quarterback. Uh, Good athlete, has instincts you can't coach. I've watched him win a lot of games at the JV level. It looks like Bullock, though, who's running sprints over there, at least we know, one, it wasn't a concussion, right? Otherwise, he's not running wind sprints. Right. Two, it looks like he's all right. He looks full speed. He does. So it is first and ten for Carroll as they are going from left to right to start this fourth quarter. Heil is going to keep it. He takes it into Roger Bacon territory across the 50 and down to the 46-yard line for a gain of five, and it brings up second and five. And Bacon getting some good penetration. You know, quarterback just be able to fall forward for four or five yards. But we... Second man to the ball! Strip the ball! I think that guy said it all. I think he did. <laughs> Trips out to the left-hand side. We don't even need to give him your headset. He's right there. With it on the right-hand side is Butts, who's into the ball game out of the pistol. Heil, fake handoff, throws it out to the left-hand side, and Severt dropped the football. 
he heard footsteps coming in on that left-hand side, Rob, from Ryan Blout, and he wanted nothing to do with catching that football. Yeah, threw a little high, a little overthrown. Receiver got a hand on it, but uh, I think he did hear Blout coming, who was ready to break him in two. So it's third down, six yards to go, 11-18 remaining. Coming out wide to the left-hand side, Severt. And Blount made a good play. He's got to close that cushion a little bit. A little too much. Maybe come up and and do a little bump. Butts to the right of Heil. Heil drops back on third and six. He's going to be hit behind the line and drop. Right back at the 45-yard line. Oh, what a nice play by the defensive line of Roger Bacon. Amos Zardi with the big sack on the play. All the way back to the 45-yard line. And that's that's about angles, right? I always, I always say life is about angles. Football is about angles. And when he came up to make that play, he did everything absolutely right, the way he's taught by Coach Kaufman. Uh, put himself in position to make a play and then wrapped him up and made it. So it is fourth down and about 15 yards to go. And coming in to punt the ball away is Beering, and Beering punts it, and it is a short kick that will go out of bounds at about the 40-yard line. They'll mark him out of bounds at the 41-yard line. Only a 14-yard punt by Beering. So Roger Bacon will have it first and 10 at their own 41-yard line. What a break for the Spartans. And is Bullet coming in, or is that? Nope, that is Weathers. Or Flowers, excuse me. Flowers is coming in at quarterback, isn't he? That's who it is, Flowers. Uh, Jeremiah Flowers. Jeremiah Flowers is in a quarterback, the 5'11 junior, 165 pounds. Flowers the quarterback, low snap, and now a flag is thrown. And it is an illegal procedure called against... Roger Bacon. It looks like Bullock coming back out now. Maybe they took, you know what, they may have taken Bullock's helmet away from him and then until they decided he was cleared to play and maybe he couldn't find it. And Flowers came in. Now they've got the illegal procedure, so instead of first and 10, it's first and 15 from the 36. Still got Flowers. Is Is that Flowers? No, that's Bullock. Bullock in. He gives it off to Kiner. Kiner takes it. Down across the 35, up to the 39-yard line for a gain of five. Well, Bullock and Kiner are going to win a lot of games here at Roger Bacon. But there's still a process. They have to learn how to do it. This great opportunity for them to march this ball down the field, punch it in the end zone, and go home with a victory. Bullock in the backfield, second down. Calling about 11 yards to go. Hand off Kiner. Kiner out wide right across the 40 to the 45. He's near the 50. He's got the first down, and he skips out of bounds at the 49-yard line after a gain of about 13 on the carry, and he's got the first down into Carroll territory at the 49. He's one of those guys that gets stronger as he gets the ball more and the game goes on. Uh, still got to have some variety here, but Corey can take you a long way. I formation now out of the pistol. Pitchback comes around to Kiner. Kiner's going to throw the ball upfield. He's got a receiver. That's Coleman. Coleman's got to catch it at the 13, and he drops it about the 12. That ball hung up there forever. And Coleman 
actually was wide open by about 15 yards. A good thing because he had to wait for that ball to come down. I watched him win the city championship two years ago in grade school by throwing a touchdown pass. He can do everything. Again, when you were so focused on stopping him on the run, great play call by Mike Blount. One of the offensive linemen, Dylan Polk, got his helmet knocked off during that play, and he's got to leave the ball game. The officials told him to go get his helmet fixed. So he is not on the offensive line, and I didn't see his substitution come Looks in. Looks like it was Big Nolan Tebby. Coming out around the right is... Kiner, Kiner on the pitch out, takes it to the 10 to the 5, touchdown! Skip right inside the pylon, and it's now 28-21. That's his third touchdown of the night, his 17th of the year. He's got to be approaching 200 yards, 1,000 yards on the season. Special year for Mr. Kiner. Unofficially, I've got him for 196 yards in his third TD of the night. This is a big kick for Luke Bird, though. This puts the game at eight points. And now Roger Bacon is going to use a timeout. 9.21 left to go. We'll take one also in the ball game. 9.21 left. It's a seven-point Roger Bacon lead. The Spartans lead at 28. To 21. Spartan fans, Josh Wilking here, proud member of the class of 2012 with Kelsey Chevrolet, your full-service Chevrolet dealership and proud partner of Roger Bacon Athletics. Thank you, Spartan Army, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing full-size franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Sales, service, parts, and body shop. We can handle all your automotive needs. KelseyChev.com. Hail Spartans. We are Kelsey Chevrolet from all well, officially, Corey Kiner has got 195 yards rushing and three TDs tonight. On about 18 carries. Not a bad game. Not a bad game at all. So I'm sure Mike's thinking about going for two here. Nine-point lead, a lot better than a uh, eight-point lead. And that's what they'll do. They will. They'll go for two to put themselves up by nine, make it a two-possession game. Bullock in an empty backfield, drops back. He's going to run the football up the middle, and he's going to go nowhere. He'll be hit right at the five and drop. So for the second time tonight, Roger Bacon goes for a two-point conversion and cannot convert. And with 9.21 remaining in the ballgame, they lead it by seven at 28-21. He rushed it a little bit. I thought if he, he sells it for one more second, that defense has to stay a little more true versus being able to bear down on him. But uh, not a bad play call. You know, send your 250-pound quarterback up the middle. More football action tomorrow on Ultimate Sports Talk as Blake Watson and I will have Mount St. Joseph hosting Earlham. Game time at 1.30 from Schuler Field and the campus of Mount St. Joseph University and the pregame show at 1 o'clock. Join us then tomorrow on ultimatesportstalk.com. 9.21 remaining here. And Luke Bird is teeing this one up to kick it off on a just gorgeous Friday evening. And the Spartans have got the lead by a touchdown, 28-21. Bird approaches it, gets a short kickoff away that will be taken in by 
Howard at the 20 to the 25, out to the 30. 31, 32-yard line is where they will stop him. 12-yard return after a short kickoff. You know, both teams have really stayed away from kicking the ball deep tonight. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, I thought that last possession for the Roger Bacon defense, all variables considered, was the best series they've had all season. Taken into the GCL opponent, the need for a stop, the plays they were able to make with discipline and force to get the ball back and then punch it in for a touchdown. Let's see if they can continue the momentum. 9-14 remaining in the ballgame. Carroll down now by a touchdown and an extra point. 28-21. They send trips out to the right-hand side. They go with an empty backfield. Howard moves in motion to the right. They'll throw it out to Howard on the right-hand side. Now he reverses oh, his field the all the way back to the left-hand side. There is a block in the back flag down. Howard's going to take it across the 30 and out to the 34-yard line. Gain of two on the reception. He probably ran about 50 yards, Rob, to gain two, but it's all going to be for naught, as they will call a block in the back. I think the third straight series, we've seen them come out with a positive play that gets taken back with a penalty on first down. Uh, much like the last drive, starting now, another 10 yards back, giving Bacon a chance to kind of gear down on that quarterback. So it's going to be first down, and they need to get out to the 32-yard line for a first down, and they're marked all the way back to the 17. So it's about first down and 16 yards to go. Dropping straight back is Heil. Heil's going to throw it over the middle and it is complete on the play to Severt. Severt is taken down immediately at the 25-yard line by Amir Mahan and James Thompson. And Mikel Carson was in on that play too. Not a bad play call. Gets a good chunk back. Kind of safe. Run that receiver over the middle. Roll the quarterback. Easy Easy catch to pick up some of the yards back. So it's second down, 17 yards to go. Ball at the 25-yard line. Boy, it is tough to see across the way. They need to get out to the 42-yard line for a first down. The ball at the 25. Heil in the backfield, out of the pistol, drops straight back, pump fake, now rolls to the left, he's got a lot of room, across the 30, to the 35, out to the 40, across the 40-yard line, and he'll be stopped right there at the 40, and he's going to be about two yards shy of the first down on the 15-yard scamper. Yeah, the Roger Bacon defense shifted to the short side, he drops back, when he decided to go, there was nobody to the wide side of the field. Able to pick up. Gotta make a play, big, big play here. As you heard that fan say. Took the words right out of my mouth. Great fans. <laughs> Ball at the 40. They need to get across the 42 for a first down. Third and two. This may be two down territory with 720 remaining. Got to stay disciplined here. Heil moves Butts over to the right-hand side. Ball in the far hash mark. Heil pitches it out to Butts. Right got a the hold right, right there. Got a hold, but a no call. Butts cuts it across the 45 to the 50. He's got the first down. Breaks it inside Roger Bacon territory to the 40. To the 30. Breaks another tackle and has finally run out of bounds inside the 30 at the 27-yard line. Again, slot receiver Chris Coogley held out there on the edge. Puts his hands up. The guy's got two handfuls of jersey. No call. So the game gives Carroll a first down in Roger Bacon territory, and they will spot it 
at the 26-yard line. But they got to respond and make a play. You can't let referees dictate the game. Again, that guy picked up another 15 yards because of poor tackling. they got to come up and hit that kid. Heil taking a lot of time in between this play, and it took the officials a long time before they finally put the ball in play. Ball at the 26-yard line. 6.56 remaining to go in the ballgame. Clock stopped on the out-of-bounds. 28-21, Roger Bacon on top of it. Trying to stop their losing streak. Heil, fake handoff. Now gives it off to Howard. Howard right up the middle across the 25. He takes it across the 20-yard line. And he'll be down to the 18-yard line on the play after a gain of seven. And it'll bring up second and three. That was just good running. Roger Bacon actually didn't do a bad job getting penetration. He was able just to kind of step around the penetration of that tackle and make a positive gain out of it. So it'll bring up second down, three yards to go. Ball at the 17-yard line. 6.20 6.20 remaining in the ballgame and the clock running. Heil, again, steps out of the huddle, looks over to the sideline. They use a lot of time. The back judge has got his hand in the air. They've got to get this playoff. And now there'll be a timeout called by Carroll. They had to do that. The play clock was running down. 6.07 left to go in the football game. Your score, it's Roger Bacon 28, Carroll 21. You want to advance your career through education, but you have a busy family and work schedule. Mount St. Joseph can help. The Mounts School of Business offers an MBA program on Saturday mornings where you can earn your master's degree in two years. Courses are led by faculty who are experts in their areas and taken one at a time, and the GMAT is not required for admission. Classes every Saturday can make a huge difference in your life and your career. Learn more about the Saturday MBA program. Visit msj.edu slash MBA. Time of possession so far, Rob. We just got word. 31 to 10. Carroll with 31 minutes keeping a hold of the football here in this game. 10 minutes for Roger Bacon. It's actually a pretty smart strategy for a team that has been completely gashed by the run the past four weeks in the GCL to keep the best freshman running back in the GCL on the sidelines. Kiner has had a huge night. The problem is Kiner hasn't been on the field much, right? Ten minutes of possession. Roger Bacon unable to to really have sustained drives. So Heil has got Howard behind him in the backfield. Evert with it. Now hands it off. Now Butts. Butts with it off the right-hand side. Inside the 20. Down to the 17-yard line. Make it the 13-yard line. I'm sorry. And then they think they're going to spot him closer to the 10. Howard takes it down to the 10-yard line. And the tackle made by Carson, 5.58. And it is a first down. They marked it right at the 10-yard line, first and goal. And our thanks to the staff people, Matt and Trisha Bauer, for helping us out here tonight. They've done it for the last three weeks, and we really appreciate their help. But with... Ebert now moving in motion out of the backfield. Handoff goes to Butts off the right side to the five, and he takes it into the end zone for the touchdown. Ten-yard touchdown run by Butts, and he was really untouched. Actually looks like that defensive line slanted to the right. He goes back the other way and uh, scores a touchdown. Yeah, Ebert went in motion to the left-hand side, and like you said, it looked like the defense followed him instead of Butts. So it's 28-27. 
5.33 left to go, and Wright will come in to attempt the extra point and try to tie this game up. And the ball is down. The kick is up, and it is good, and we are tied. 5.33 remaining to go in the ballgame. Your score, Roger Bacon, 28, and Carroll, 28. Great food and a fun atmosphere. Join your old friends and new at Sunday's Pub on 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. The month of October marks the 10th anniversary for Sundays, and they're celebrating. On Mondays is server night. All domestic beers are $1.50. Stop in on Fridays before the game, starting at 4 for free appetizers. And when the Bengals are on the road, join Sundays for a Bengals potluck party. See the Bengals on the big screens at Sundays. Your taste buds will water when you walk into Sunday's Pub. Sunday's Pub, 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. Well, this one's been a good one. Dave Mitchell, Rob Rickenbaugh back at Brombasevich Stadium in Cincinnati where it is all knotted up at 28 apiece with 5.33 remaining to go in the ballgame. Kuhlman back set to return this one from right. Kuhlman and Kiner back there. Let's see if they get a chance to, to make a play. They're back at about their 15-yard line. It's a short kick along the ground that Kuhlman is going to pick up at the 27. To the 30, to the 35, to the 40. Keeps going across the 45. And he'll be knocked down at the 47-yard line. And Kappel is rotating his right shoulder. He really got plastered at about the 30-yard line and knocked to the turf. But he's going to stay in the ballgame. He's a tough kid. Bullock is coming in. Talk about a tough kid. He was knocked out in the third quarter and came back and delivered that long touchdown pass to Kuhlman in the last possession. So the Spartans have the football first and ten at their own 47-yard line, 524 remaining. Edmondson in motion to the right. Handoff to Kiner, and Kiner's going to be hit behind the line and dropped at the 43-yard line. Lots of three on the carry. That's just a question of the left guard completely missing that assignment. He comes through the line untouched, uh, meets Kiner right in the backfield. Unofficially 19 carries tonight for Kiner, 193 yards and three touchdowns. The three touchdowns are official. The rest of the yardage is a little unofficial. You know, Tyler Bullock's going to have to make a play here again. Bullock on second and 13. He's going to throw it up the right side going to Kuhlman, and he overthrew everybody, including the defensive back. So Bullock misconnects. 4.44 remaining to go on the scoreboard. Third and 14. I wouldn't mind seeing Bullock get to roll to the wide side of the field here. You know, this has been the Achilles heel for the Bacon offense all season putting Bullock in this position with the young offensive line. Well, if you give up the football here, Rob, you may not get it back. Bullock with Kiner to his right. Fake handoff. Kiner. Bullock, excuse me, throws over the middle. It's complete to Jake Speed at the 45. He'll be dropped at the 43-yard line, and he is close to the first down. I think he's got it. Good spot. Boy, it is really close. We are right across the field from it, looking straight on at it. And I'll tell you, Rob, it is close. That's a 14-yard reception to Jake Speed, and they're going to bring the sticks into measure. Well, it looked like the yard marker was behind the line. The nose of the football is over the line. They're going to bring the sticks in and measure this thing, and this is a big, big play. Nonetheless, you would think that Roger Bacon would go for it on fourth down. 
this close to the, having the first. Let's see. I think he's got it. And they are looking at it. And is it or isn't it? Now they're looking again. They want to make sure that the last link is stretched out. I'm not sure what the complaint is here. Is it a first down or not? It is a first down. Boy, that's the longest timing measurement I think I've ever seen. It's, it is or it isn't, right? I mean, yeah. if it is a first down, you know the ball is close. I don't know what there was to study for 45 seconds. But <laughs> we got the call. Again, let's see him mix the plays up. We can't be predictable here. Four and a half minutes remaining to go in the ball game. We're tied at 28. Bullock, hand off to Kiner off right tackle. He'll take it down to the 42-yard line. Bounces off and tackle to the 40, to the 35, 30, 25, 20, and he'll be knocked out of bounds at the 20-yard line. I had given up on the play, Rob. I thought he was down, and he bounced out of that scrum and picked up another 10 yards and a first down for the Spartans. Corey told me he's up to about 205 pounds. I was just joking earlier. Usually as a freshman, you can be big or you can be fast, but you can't be both. He's an exception. you know, you got to make sure you bring him down, or this is what happens, over 200 yards for the ninth. Unofficially at 214 yards, 415. Clock stops on the out-of-bounds. Edmondson in motion to the far side. Hand off to Kiner around the left-hand side. To the 15 10-5, touchdown! And the Spartans take the lead, but did they take it too early? 407 left to go in this football game. The legend of Corey Kiner. Coming alive tonight again. Just when they needed it most, it seems he's he's broken one tonight. His fourth touchdown on the night. 234 yards rushing, four TDs. And just a freshman. With 4.07 left to go in the football game. And Roger Bacon now has a 34-28 lead, and Luke Bird comes in to try and make it a seven-play lead. For Bird. Good snap. Ball is down. Kick is up. And it is good. 4.07 left to go in the football game. Your score. It's now Roger Bacon 35 and Carroll 28. CardinalMotors.com. Cardinal Motors. Serving the Tri-State's vehicle needs. Quality vehicles. Friendly staff. Visit us today at CardinalMotors.com. 513-939-AUTO. Good credit. Bad credit. First time buyer. We got you covered. CardinalMotors.com. I got my new car at CardinalMotors.com. Looking for your next quality car, truck, van, or SUV? Visit CardinalMotors.com today. Visit us at any of our three locations in Hamilton and Fairfield. 235 yards rushing tonight officially for Corey Kiner. Four touchdowns tonight. He has been the offense almost entirely with the exception of the touchdown pass from Bullock to Kuhlman. And right now, Roger Bacon is leading at 35-28. to 28. And there is 4.07 left to go in the football game. Bird tees it up. He's going to kick it off short. It will be taken in by Edwards. And Edwards takes it across the 30 out to the 32-yard line where he is stopped and downed right there. Under four minutes. You know, Bacon needs to come up with a stop here, of course, but Carroll doesn't have time for a five- or six-minute drive as they tried to put together all night. They're going to have to be a little bit more 
quick in getting those calls in uh, and trying to drive the ball down the field if they're going to try to nickel and dime it. And I believe Carroll has got two timeouts left. They don't have that on the scoreboard here, but I remember they took one in the third quarter. And I believe they've got two timeouts left. So it's first and ten. Ball at the Carroll 34-yard line. Heil in the backfield. Shifts butts over to the right-hand side. Heil running the option to the right-hand side, looking downfield. He's going to wing it out on the right-hand side to a receiver at the 44 and run out of bounds at the 46-yard line, complete to Lajouis. So Lajouis with the catch of 13 yards and a first down out to the 47-yard line. You know, whether it's a pass or a run, anytime that quarterback is able to kind of move outside of the pocket, Bacon has struggled. That play, no exception. Weren't able to kind of bear down on him. Makes an easy play to the sidelines. It's the clock. First and ten. Ball at the 47-yard line. Heil on first and ten with butts behind him in the backfield. Now moves him in motion to the left-hand side. Heil running the same play to the left-hand side this time. Throws it into the flat, and it is incomplete. The receiver says he caught the ball. The official, he's coming in, and he's going to say it is a completed pass. At the... 46-yard line in Roger Bacon territory. And that's a completion of about seven yards, and it'll be second down three. Heil gets the team up to the line of scrimmage quickly. Runs the option to the right. Pitches it out on the wide side to Butts. Butts to the 45-yard line. He'll take it to the 40, and he's going to be stacked up. Keeps running. And the official blew his whistle dead. Made the play dead, and I thought Butts may have been able to get away from the tackler if he didn't, but he got it down to the 41-yard line, and that's going to be a first down after a gain of eight, and the officials are getting together. What are they talking about now? Is there a flag down? It's a face mask. Face mask, it's a first down. Now, is that an inadvertent or is it a personal foul? He didn't signal the personal foul variety. I didn't even see a flag. I didn't either. And there is a man down for Roger Bacon now at about the 40-yard line. So an official timeout has been taken with 3.06 remaining to go in this football game. And can you spell OT? Well, you you know, they ran the option again, and I don't know how many times we've said tonight, the defensive line and those linebackers come crashing down on the edge, and you got to contain and run that quarterback out. It's too easy for him to pitch it out to that running back and for him to take it upfield. So it was an inadvertent face mask. They've taken it down from the 41 to the 36-yard line. They gave him the five-yard penalty. So it's first and 10 for Carroll at the Roger Bacon 36-yard line when we get back to action here. And, you know, we've seen some questionable calls the past few weeks, but the calls that these guys are making that are either really delayed or really kind of off-kilter calls, right? You know, they've missed a ton of obvious holds. They spend a minute debating a first-down call. You've got a couple, in, you know, the inadvertent face mask down here in the first half, which they called for a personal foul, which... Went the points for Carroll. Um, you know, this one, I didn't, I didn't see anything. They don't even throw a flag. They huddle together for a minute, then they call something. Just an on or the catch, right? The guy saw that catch somehow from all the way across the field. Well, while we've got a delay in the action, let's take a look at some of the scores going on around the area tonight and tell you what's happening. First of all, 
we have got Anderson just destroying Turpin tonight in the fourth quarter, 58-16. Moeller over St. Ignatius, 26-20. That's in the fourth quarter of play. Xavier over Clarkson Football North, 40-14. That's in the third. LaSalle beating Akron St. Vincent St. Mary, 17-2 in the third quarter. And Alter over Baton, 35 to nothing. Here's a final score. Mason defeated Princeton tonight, 14 to nothing. And in the final score that we've got, Elder and Winton Woods with 6.51 left to go in the fourth quarter are tied up at 28 apiece. Boy, a lot of action going on. Moeller playing St. Ignatius. Moeller's have struggled the past few weeks. You know, Ignatius traditionally... An Ohio Power. Oh yeah, uh, you know Chuck the Moeller, Kyle. Yeah, Moeller St. I game is usually um, a state championship level game, but both those teams apparently down because Moeller's gotten smashed the past few weeks, uh, having some luck tonight against Ignatius. I can't even tell who it is down on the field. Can you, Rob? I'm not sure who it is that is down right now, but I thought it might have been Nate Stark, but. 53, that's Noah Miller. Noah Miller. Stan Hart. Stan Hart, okay. So Stan Hart is the one that is down on the field right now. That's a kid who's worked really hard to get himself into the rotation here. Junior, 6 feet, 180 pounds, and don't even, not even sure what may be wrong right now. He's flat on his back, and they're looking at him, and They've got the EMTs coming out, and they'll they'll take a look at him also to try to decipher what's happening. Bacon with a great sports medicine team led by Mel Haney, Tri-Health, Dr. Ian Rice. 28 points for Carroll tonight. That is over half of what they had scored prior coming into tonight's game because coming into tonight's game they had scored just 48 points all year long. That's all year long in the seven games that they had played coming into this one. Averaging just under seven points per ball game. 6.86. That was good enough for last place in the GCL. And tonight they have put 28 points on the board. 35 against Roger Bacon. You know, I, I got to say this though, Rob. One of the things is Roger Bacon's defense. We've talked about it. They they make a lot of mistakes. They're young. We know that. But this Carroll team, either this is the best game that they have played all year long offensively, or they are starting to come into their own because this does not look like a team that really has had trouble scoring points the last five weeks. Well, they did have a little bit of trouble in the, you know, one offensive touchdown in the first half. Very smart adjustment coming into the second half. Roger Bacon with eight men in the box. They started running those intermediate routes across behind the linebackers. Were able to drive the ball up and down the field a couple times. Coach Joe Clements switching the arrangement to a, a true 4-3, bringing that deep safety back out. Uh, since then, again, now they've been able to do more misdirection. So really good coaching tonight and good play calling for Carroll. Uh, you know, Bacon has made the same mental mistakes we've seen them make the past couple weeks, losing containment, 
uh, you know, giving up the edge, missing some assignments, doing some arm tackling. Uh, but Carroll playing came to, to win the game, it came to play hard, and have had some great coaching tonight. Well, now it appears that they're going to bring the stretcher out and take him to the hospital. And while they do that, we'll take a timeout also. Three minutes and six seconds left to go in this football game. And your score. It is now Roger Bacon 35 and Carroll 28. Sports is seen as just a game, just as entertainment for people, just as a way to have fun. But sports is more than that. Because it's what defines us. It's not just a game. It creates friendships. It encourages friendly competition. It builds leadership skills and encourages hard work. It improves teamwork and develops strength. See more impacts at notjustagamepsa.wordpress.com. Teens whose parents drive distracted are twice as likely to also drive distracted. Our children look up to us. They pick up our habits, good and bad. What behaviors are you teaching your children? What distractions would you give up if it meant saving your child's life? Dave Mitchell, Rob Rickenbaugh back here at Braun Basevich Stadium and as you said, Rob, during the break, boy, it is just eerily quiet in this stadium now. Yeah, the, so taking every precaution with Stan, uh, looks like they've left the helmet on there, put him on a stretcher. Father Roger and, you know, the Bacon administration down there. Let's hope that he's okay. You know, this one has been a good football game. Obviously, with the last in the last three minutes of this one, now everybody just concerned with the injury here to Stan Hart. But this one here tonight, Rob, when you look at it, you've got two teams that are desperate to end losing streaks here this evening, and both teams are playing like this one is one that has obvious both teams can win. Yeah, and, you know, what's, what will be interesting, and, you know, the, the most important thing is Stan Hart right now and that he's okay, but... Injuries like this, it can suck the energy out of both teams, right? Mm -hmm. you, you suddenly, the reality of this game <laughs> hits you when something like that happens. Uh, with three minutes left and, and kind of moving towards a really exciting finish, you know, you, you certainly wonder how that will affect both teams as they come back out to resume this. Well, Again, the one football secondary to, to stand being okay, of course. Obviously, but look, let's look at the, the strategy that happens once as they're they're putting Stan on on the board and then they'll put him on the stretch but let's talk about the strategy really the advantage goes to Carroll because you know when you look at Roger Bacon they're going to be worried about their their teammate being carted off the field on the stretcher and it wouldn't surprise me right now if if Carroll would hit try to hit Roger Bacon on the very first play with a long pass they may uh you know it it usually goes that way the other way it can go though is you know Stan doesn't want to get a phone call later that says, hey, you know, we lost. Mm -hmm. uh, it can galvanize a team uh, and say, hey, we're, we're not going to lose this for Stan, right? You know, we're going to make every play he gave, including the one he was injured on, count for something uh, and let him know that, that we brought this one home for him. The one thing that you've got, though, is you've got Roger Bacon over on their sideline across the way, all huddled together as a team, and you've got Carroll down here on the sideline. 
and you've got their offensive unit, and now Roger Bacon's team completely as a team going over, and I think they're going to form a line that Stan Hart is going to go through on the way to the, the ambulance is what it looks like here to me, Rob. That's family, man. It's uh, When we talk about it here, we mean it, and you know the most important thing is they make sure they send their brother off the right way. And that's exactly after after they got together as a team over on the far side and huddled up, probably even said a prayer. Now they're lining up along the near side here. It looks like Carroll's going to say a prayer as well. Class move by a GCL opponent. And Stan Hart is going to be taken off the field on a stretcher. And our hopes and prayers go with him as he's being taken off. Of course, they're taking every precaution as they should. And now Roger Bacon as a team, as he's going to go through the line of that team to go to the ambulance and be taken to the, the hospital. Now both teams have got to get ready to play football again for the final three minutes of this one. Yeah, it's, it's tough to get back into it after an injury like that. The official is saying, all right, let's get going. But... I know it's taken them about 10 minutes to do this, but you've got to give these, these kids an opportunity to catch their breath and get going again. Yeah, it, it's tough to shake that off. You know, I think more than anything, it's the mental part of that, that, that Bacon and Carroll to some degree, right? Again, it, the reality of the sport hits them too. Uh, as the opponent, you, you wonder how gun-shy someone will be. Well, let's reset. Three minutes and six seconds remaining in the football game. It is first and ten for Carroll. They've got it down to the 32-yard line of Roger Bacon. And we've got a score of 35 for Roger Bacon, 28 for Carroll. And now the officials are going to give each team a couple of minutes to warm up after that. Well, while, we, while we do that, you know, one thing we haven't mentioned tonight, just on a little bit of a lighter note coming back into this, is, you know, Roger Bacon wearing pink tonight. You know, October is Breast Cancer yes. Awareness Month. Uh, nice of them to do that. Uh, say hi, friend, Tommy Watkins. Bacon, great. I was out in Lakota tonight. His nephew, Gavin, got an award. He kicks for Lakota, uh, kicking for childhood cancer, a large portion of what he kicks secures donations, but also Tommy's sister, Mandy, who lost her battle with breast cancer a few years ago, a Bacon alum. Uh, so it means a lot that they're wearing pink tonight, and it's good to see them uh, supporting that worthy cause. Yeah, Tommy uh, does the uh, Twitter and, and uh, repeats. There are not our, many our people love Roger Bacon more than Tommy Watkins. <laughs> uh, great guy, usually down at the games. Again, his nephew getting an award tonight, but uh, Tommy's a great guy, yeah. and, and if he's out there listening, uh, we're thinking about him, too. Well, we've got an opportunity. My older son, Greg Mitchell, his birthday is coming up on Sunday. And he Happy will be birthday. 31 years Libra. old. I'm a Libra. My, son, my son's is Wednesday. The great Jared Dean is this Wednesday, all-time leading rusher. Mine's next Friday. Yeah. My uh, mother's was yesterday. Wow. So, Happy birthday to all. Everybody, that's right. Let's get it going here. All three right, minutes. here we go. Last three minutes of this one, and we are set to get this one back underway. Heil has got Edwards to the right of him. Trips out to the far side. Ball in the near hash mark. Clock running. We're at three minutes and running. 
Kyle's going to keep it right up the middle. Across the 35, down to the 30-yard line. So a gain of six on the play for Heil. And it is second down and four. And they go to the hurry up. 2.45 and running left to go. Howard to the left of Heil. Heil drops straight back, looks to his right, now to his left. Now rolls out to the left-hand side. Now rolls back to the right-hand side. He's going to be hit, and he's going to be tackled at about the 45-yard line. Boy, he lost a ton on that play of almost 15 yards on the sack, and Carroll will have to use a timeout. Great play by the defense. You know, we saw him run that same play before where he rolled out, and there was nobody out there early in the third quarter. He made it for about a 30-yard gain. That time, he runs into a defensive end who maintained containment, uh, able to push him back further. When he rolled back the other way, it looks like Amos Zardi was there to bring him down. The ball at the 45-yard line. Timeout taken by Carroll. That will be their second timeout. And they need to get the ball down to about the... Oh, check that out, Rob. I can't really see that far across the way. What are they going to get it to? About the 30... About the 26. 26-yard line, okay. So the 26-yard, that there it is. Okay, the 26-yard line. So third and 20. So obviously this is two-down territory for Carroll. Heil, after the timeout, breaks the huddle and comes out to the line of scrimmage. I'm surprised that they do not have butts in the ball game right now. It is Edwards... Your goal is to pick up about Howard. six or seven yards here. Howard off to the left, dropping back Heil. Heil, under heavy rush. He's going to roll out to the right, gets away from the rush, cuts it to the side, right side. He's going to be hit at the 50 and dropped. He just could not get rid of the football. Five-yard loss. Zach Witten with the play. 2.08 left to go. And another timeout to Carroll. That will be their last, and it's fourth down. And about 25 yards to go for a first down for Carroll. And the ball game sits right here. Zach Witten, the senior, has come up big quite a few times tonight when they needed them most, you know, like seniors are supposed to do. He talked a little bit earlier uh, off mic about being a leader for these younger kids. Uh, doesn't get much bigger than that. Just a big play. That was a coverage sack because... Heil had gotten away from the initial rush and came out to the near side, and he could not find anybody to get the football to. And Bacon now, you know, it, fourth and 26, you can you can drop back into that safety net defense uh, the prevent, which usually they say prevents you from winning. But on fourth <laughs> and 26, you know what? I, I'd bring five guys really hard. You're four, maybe one off the edge just to throw things up. Uh, put your best cover guys in and make sure they stay in front of you. What they can't do is fall for the, the deep fade and pass interfere. Well, and we've seen a couple times Amir Muhammad not being aware of the situation, maybe going for a big play when all he needs to do is, is stay disciplined. That's pretty much what they're doing. An umbrella defense are dropping their safeties all the way about 30 yards off the line of scrimmage. Heil. On third, on fourth down and 25. We got a hold. Rolls back. He's going to be hit go. and dropped. Hit and dropped. Amos Zardi. So Zardi gets the sack, and that should just about do it. 
Roger Bacon will take it over first and 10 in Carroll territory at the 41, but that doesn't matter right now with 2.02 remaining to go in the ballgame. Carroll has no timeouts, but really Roger Bacon's got to pick up one, at least one first down. Well, we talked about this team taking a victory. That defensive series was Roger Bacon establishing itself uh, and deciding they were going to take this home for Stan Hart. Kiner in the ball game, out of the pistol with Bullock. Spread formation on first and ten from the Carroll 41. Carroll's going to blitz, handoff to Kiner. Kiner's going to be hit back at the 45-yard line and be dropped at about the 47-yard line for a loss of six. Handoff goes to Corey Kiner. He stopped up at the 47 yard line. So a loss of six on the play. And that, he still only got a measly 228 yards rushing tonight. Not a bad night. You know, th- this is a game they hold on to win this. It can be a big catalyst for them. Of course, the rest of the season, Fenwick and Purcell coming. Victory formation. Now they're going to take the victory formation. Now they figure they've got enough time that they can run out the clock. Bullock checks the back judge. He'll take a knee. There's a minute 17 remaining to go. But for a team, offensively and defensively, that we've been saying for weeks, needed to learn how to make plays in big moments. We've seen that many times tonight from Zach Kuhlman to Corey Kiner to this defense stepped up. A minute to go in the football game, third down. Bullock in the victory formation. This will snap the losing streak for the Spartans, which coming in was at five. Now Bullock will take the knee. 41 seconds left to go in the football game. And now Roger Bacon will take a timeout. And I I think what we've seen, we've talked about incremental progress for this team and small victories. I'm confused here, Rob. Help, Help me out because, yeah, I think... Mike Blout wanted the clock to continue to run until it got down inside five, but the side judge blew his whistle and took the timeout immediately with 37 seconds, which would mean that there would be a lot of time left on the clock if Roger Bacon punts this football away. Now the officials are going to confer. Obviously, I don't think Mike Blout wanted the timeout at that particular moment. Yeah, I don't think so either. And again, I, interesting crew we've had tonight with some interesting calls. And, uh, you know, it makes no football sense for him to have asked for a timeout with 37 seconds. Right. So now the official is going to say, yep, it's a timeout to Roger Bacon. And they're going to have to punt timeout, the football. Timeout, Roger Bacon. Well, they got time for one more knee. Uh, or it's fourth problem. down. They can't take the knee. It's fourth down. They turn it over on downs and give them real good field position. They're going to have to punt the football oh, away. Yeah. Is it? Th- it's it's fourth down, isn't it? Or is it third down? The line judge. I was going by the line judge and the scoreboard. Now it looks like they're they've added time to the clock. Well, the first down play was Kiner. He lost five. Then they took two knees. So that's three downs. So it's fourth down. A wild game here. This. Uh, well, let's see. Maybe there's gonna... there's third down on the on the yard marker across the way. Now they're saying fourth down. Right. It's fourth down on the scoreboard. 
but the yard marker across the way still has it a third down. But Kiner's first play, he lost, he lost six yards, and then they were took well, two no, knees. So they've, they've made it. The yard marker stays at three, though. Bullock comes out. He's going to hand off to Kiner. The, the scoreboard looks at fourth. It's odd set here. Yeah, the yard marker says three, but the scoreboard says four. Hand off to Kiner. Kiner right up the middle, and he's going to be hit and dropped right at the 47-yard line for no gain. And now the side, the, the yard marker switches to fourth, but I'm telling you, that was fourth down. And 25 seconds, and now Roger Bate. I, I don't know. I, I'm completely confused here. That was fourth down, Mark. That was fourth down, Rob. I'm. The first play from scrimmage was Kiner. Lost six yards. They took two knees. That's third down, and then they ran Kiner up the middle. That was fourth down. It should be Carroll football. Ball game, though. And that's going to be the ball game. So the final score here tonight is the clock runs out. Well, now, wait a minute. The official. It's a delay of game against Roger Bacon. There'll be four uh, seconds left on the clock. And you know, as crazy as this sounds, Dave, Five if I'm Roger Bacon clock. with four seconds, I put Bullock in a shotgun. And I let him get, run, run around. And I let him haul it as deep as he can, as far as he can, and let the clock run out. Uh, am I the only one up here that knows that it's fifth down? <laughs> St. Francis watching out for us. We're saying that somebody, they just told us it's the second time this season that this has happened. This is actually the fifth down. Bullock is going to hand it off to Kiner. Kiner off the right side across midfield to the 45, to the 40. Breaks into the clear, 30, to the 25. Cuts back to the near side, to the 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. On fifth down, (laughs) Kiner runs it in for the score from 46 yards out. And that is the coup de gras for the Spartans. Wow. Can you ask for anything else and a way to end this ball game? Kiner with another touchdown tonight. Five touchdowns. Five TDs tonight. And that one was from 46, 274 yards unofficially rushing tonight for Corey Kiner. Which is only the second most he's had in a game this year to the 302 uh, against a GCL opponent. I, I think, you know, the story was out on him before this game. The legend continues to grow uh, on, a, on a play that's supposed to be, hey, Corey, go kill the clock. He takes it for 50 yards for a touchdown. So your final score tonight, the five-game losing streak is snapped. Roger Bacon, 41, Carroll, 28. We'll be back to wrap things up after this timeout. Substation 2 has been bringing Florence the freshest food at the lowest prices since 1981. You've tried the rest, now come taste the best fresh-sliced sub-sandwiches anywhere. Substation 2 was voted the best sub-sandwich in Northern Kentucky by Northern Kentucky Magazine in 2016. Let Substation 2 cater your next event. Give them a call at 859-371-9490 or come visit them at 7905 Dream Street in Florence. Substation 2, quality at a price you can afford. Hi, I'm Jim Lachey. Studies show that students who play school sports 
tend to have better attendance records, higher grade point averages, and fewer discipline problems, and are more likely to pursue a college education. High school sports also teach leadership, character, and provide the foundation for becoming a good citizen. Let's respect the game, and remember to keep the student first and student athlete. This message brought to you by the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Well, amidst everything that happened here tonight, Roger Bacon's five-game losing streak is now snapped. They win it here this evening by a final score of 41-28 to in tonight's ballgame. And for the Spartans, they are now 3-5 and overall. They're 1-4 and in the GCL. And for the Carroll Patriots, they drop to 1-7, and and they are 0-5 in the GCL. Next week... Roger Bacon will be at Fenwick to round out the road portion of their 2017 schedule, while Carroll, well, they will just continue on, and they will be at home for Purcell next week for the Patriots. But tonight, boy, this was one of those games that you're going to remember for a long, long time, Rob. It is. As the legend of Corey Kiner grows. Uh, you know, five touchdowns also threw a great pass. To Zach Coleman yeah. tonight, which we forget about. Uh, look, excited team here to sing the fight song. We're going to let them have this moment here for Stan Hart. So 41 to 28, the score here tonight. And Rob, it doesn't matter what the season record is. This this is a good win for a Roger Bacon team that has really started to play some good football. They're starting to get an identity on this team. They really are. It's those young kids we've talked about going through the growing pains all season, stepping up and taking a victory that was there to be taken. Uh, every time they needed a play tonight, Bullock or Kiner. Uh, Amos Zardi, James Thompson, Zach Witten were able to step up and make a play. Uh, Stan Hart goes down. You and I talked about, does it suck the life out or does it, you know, make them stronger? It made them stronger. They put together their best defensive sequence of the series, of the whole season. Uh, Mike Blout has equaled his win total for his first two years with two winnable games coming up. Uh, again, moving in the right direction. And I've got to ask the question, especially from from a standpoint of, of watching this game, I've got a question as to why uh, Carroll did not have their leading ball carrier tonight, Frederick Butts, in the ball game on that last series. Uh, he's been a beast all night. Bacon struggled to tackle him, right? You know, they were arm tackling. He was always getting five or six extra yards. Uh, curious play calling. Uh, the one time Bacon's actually good at, at kind of you know, pinning their ears back and taking care of the, the quarterback rollouts it was that last series. Again, the best defensive series they put all year, probably for Stan Hart. Let's hope he's doing well. Uh, certainly knowing that his team pulled out this victory tonight will maybe be a, a little bit of a consoling moment. So quickly a look at some other scores around the area. Xavier defeating Clarkson 40-14 to in the third quarter. Elsewhere, it was Anderson. Beating up on Turpin tonight, 58 to 16. Alter shut out Baden, 35 to nothing. LaSalle over St. Vincent, St. Mary, 17 to nine. And Mason shut out Princeton tonight, 14 to nothing in their game. Moeller defeated St. Ignatius up in Cleveland, 41 to 20. Do you have a score on that elder game 
We're going to take a look at that and see if we've got a score there. But tonight, again, Roger Bacon breaks their five-game losing streak, and they win it here 41-28. to Corey Kiner unofficially, 23 carries tonight, 274 yards. And in overtime... Elder wins 35-34. Overtime, Winton Woods misses the extra point. Oh, they iced him. What a way to lose a football game. Winton Woods is legit, though, the, to go over there and play Elder that tough. So is, El, uh, so is uh, Anderson. Yeah. Anderson's a really, really good football team. So next week, final road game of the year, that's at Fenwick. What do you expect next week? Uh, Bacon will have to, again, pin their ears back, play the defense we saw in the fourth quarter tonight, next week for four quarters. Fenwick's tough. they got a lot of kids. They always bring their best effort. Uh, be a lot to ask for Bacon to go up there and win it, but... As they continue to grow, uh, not, nothing's impossible. Bullock seems to get more comfortable. He's going to have to take some heat off Kiner because we know they're going to put nine in the box next week after what he did tonight to Carroll. Uh, but, again, it's always interesting and always a blast to, to be on a Friday night calling Roger Bacon. It'll be interesting. Just take a peek over there and see if you can find out just how many yards officially he ended up with tonight. Yeah, let's take a look here. Matt Bauer, the official statistician, is going to tell us exactly how many yards Kiner Ended up with, go ahead and say, go ahead and say, 282 yards, 282 five yards, five touchdowns, and 50 <laughs> yards passing, 38, 38 yards passing, 282 yards rushing, and five touchdowns. Just another night at the office. The legend grows for a, a 15-year-old freshman. I say again, you know, it usually as a freshman you can be big or you can be fast, but you can't be both. He's got instincts you can't teach. He's got. Elite speed. Again, he's up to about 205 pounds. Uh, continues to get stronger and tougher. Uh, loves Roger Bacon. Good to see him uh, win a game for his team tonight. So we'll be on the air next week from Fenwick at 7 o'clock with the kickoff, 640 with the pregame show and the rewind beginning at about 630 next week. Don't forget tomorrow, more football on Ultimate Sports Talk as Mount St. Joseph entertains Earlham. Pregame show at 1 o'clock and the kickoff at 1.30. Rob, any final thoughts on tonight's game? Nope. Uh, again, you can't ask for more than the progress they showed tonight. This game looked like it might slip through their fingers. They were down, uh, able to take the lead, tie it, take the lead, and then, you know, the, the big play by Connor at the end. But uh, you got to like what you're seeing, and Coach Wild is happy tonight for sure. Oh, absolutely. And, again, our thoughts and prayers go out to Stan Hart here tonight. Our thanks to Steve Rossi, the athletic director here at Roger Bacon, for helping us out here this evening. Also to Matt and Tricia Bauer, the statisticians, for helping us out here this evening and keeping us abreast of what's happening. Our, th- our thanks go out to the coaches, uh, Ben Ruley, and, of course, Mike Blout from Roger Bacon. Our thanks to the sponsors. But most of all, our thanks to you for listening here this evening. For Rob Rickenbaugh, I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you once again the final score here tonight. It was Roger Bacon 41, Carroll 28. Until next time, I'm Dave Mitchell. Have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports presentation of Roger Bacon High School Football. This game has been brought to you by The Lucky Turtle on 8621 Winton Road in Finneytown. OneCom Media. Call for all your digital needs at 513-268-2799. Kelsey Chevrolet. Call Josh Wilking. Roger Bacon, Class of 2012 at 812-532-2931. KelseyChev.com. The Mount St. Joe University. Sunday's Pub on 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. 
Substation 2 in Florence. Call for your next event at 859-371-9490. Join us next time for Roger Bacon Spartan School Football. This has been an UltimateSportsTalk.com internet radio presentation.